Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Did anyone care about Jagged Edge? I mean, not Jagged Edge. Um, I don't care about them either. But like Nelly and... Um, Wait! <laughs> Yo, you are funny as shit. <laughs> I don't care about that. They were on my mind. Somebody just posted it that um, there's discussion of a 112 versus Jagged Edge versus. And I'm like, um, that shit's going to be like 15 minutes long. <laughs> we got a good five on five right there. <laughs> right. Five versus five. That was very generous. And yes. <laughs> don't do that. You Listen, you know, don't do that. You know that my boyfriend is in 112. Don't do him like this. You always like somebody. It's a, it's a peaches and cream, peaches and cream remix. <laughs> um, um, let's get married. Let's get married remix. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then, and then one twelve is gonna kill him. One twelve is gonna win because they're gonna hit you with the only you remix with Biggie, and the song with the dead person always has to win. Aaliyah yeah. always wins the Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Just because she's dead, honestly. <laughs> if she was alive, an Aaliyah song would not be the Beyonce song, and I'm not just and I'm not I'm just being real. <clears throat> I can't do this. <laughs> you know I'm torn. <laughs> They're both my queens. I'm I'm just I'm just being honest. Sorry. It's the, it's, the, it's the death effect. With you want. This said the death effect. <laughs> so actually, Chris Brown and um, Usher are supposed to be the next verses. That's what the rumor is. Why? That's like a dad and a son. Right. Chris Brown don't need this. Not his party. Uh, yeah. God. Y'all know who I don't trust. I don't trust Chris Brown fans. Do y'all? No. Tell me why you don't trust Chris Brown fans. Because they. <laughs> um, I don't trust Chris Brown friends because they are like they the ones that ride for him and make excuses about you know well, we all know what Rihanna did to him like they always justifying what he did because he's sexy and they like his video. <laughs> I've had conversations with people and I said you know what I don't trust your judgment and something always happens where it's revealed to me I was right not to trust that person. Anybody mm-hmm. riding for Chris Brown out here publicly? <laughs> I don't trust your judgment. You don't have it all together. And they never do. So I saw um, Usher versus Justin Timberlake. 
I don't think that this is just his business. Mm. <laughs> I was like, mm, did we invite him? Did we? <laughs> now look, um, I I'm, I'm I like Justin. I like oh, mm, I like Justin's music. Um, I have been a fan really since Insync. You know, Adama was a huge Insync fan, so um, I heard the music whether I wanted to or not. Um. When Justin went solo, I was like, okay, this little white boy got some, you know, got some something to him. All right. I I do enjoy his music um, up until, what, Future Sex Love Sounds. I loved uh, uh, everything up until that. Well, including that. But um, stay out of, stay out of our business. This is not... We don't need you in the verses. You go versus. Open the floodgates. Go go versus with Justin Bieber or somebody. This is not. This is not your business. Leave. What are y'all doing? What are your people doing? Leave. What are y'all? What? How are they entertaining themselves? What are they doing on Saturday nights? Go do that. Leave. Don't. This is not. I, no. I don't. No. Thank you. <laughs> so why people are not invited to the verses? <laughs> the the yo people. The yo people. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, I saw a Missy Elliott versus Busta Rhymes. I could go for that. Okay. Wait, but you know what? I would want that to be videos. Let's put the videos up okay. because what if Missy those are her? the most creative videos that we've ever seen. I would be yeah. all for that. Missy versus herself. Say it again. <laughs> Missy versus herself, bitch. That's the versus. <laughs> Everybody wins all night. All night. I'm gonna I'm gonna email her. I'm gonna DM her too. Okay. Okay. All right. Um Nelly was I don't I don't know what he was playing. I said that I was going to watch and I didn't. Good. And yeah, that's what what I keep hearing is that me not watching was a wise decision. So Yeah. He wasn't playing songs to battle. He was playing songs. <laughs> we was like, oh man, Luda. For one, I didn't realize how much of a Luda fan I was until Saturday when I was singing every fucking verse, okay? Like, <laughs> I was like, Nelly, this song doesn't battle. No, Nelly. So I don't know what happened. Maybe he's out of touch. He didn't understand what it was. You know what, man? He was going in with the intent of being chill like Erica Badu and um, Jill Scott and how they just kind of, or what they gave, they gave us an energy, a chill energy. Like, oh, okay, I'm just going to play this song and then I'll play this song. Maybe that's what he was trying to do, but mm-hmm. failed. Yeah, failed because they still battled. <laughs> <laughs> it was still a battle. She said, yeah, failed. <laughs> <laughs> the people decided that we weren't going to do song for song. See, for Luda and Nelly, we won it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, <clears throat> there's that. What about <clears throat> um, Beyonce versus Mariah Carey? <sighs> I'm going to say something controversial. That is, that's one. Beyonce, that's going, right? oh, 
What you say? I said I'm gonna say something controversial, and that statement is: Is Beyonce ready? I love Beyonce. I, I didn't think I didn't think you were gonna go that way. I didn't. So do we need maybe like one or two more albums? I don't know. Do we? I mean, Mariah is here. Mariah has been out here. Stop playing with her. To be completely honest, would a Mariah music is not good. And it would Mariah Janet be more on par? And I say that because Janet has been out longer. Mariah came out a little bit after Janet. <clears throat> okay. But you know, Janet has been putting music out this all this time. And um, but you know, Mariah has hit stop playing with her, to be completely honest. Yeah, um, yeah. She does. She does. The Mimi. Yeah. Come on. Let me see this for that album. Yeah. Mm. I remember that. <laughs> that album from the rooter to the tutor you don't even skip the whole of it the whole of it well I like your song oh, E equals MC squared <laughs> what did this fool say what did she say it doesn't matter <laughs> listen y'all I heard okay so this is um this is very appropriate because I have not figured out how to talk to people about this. I've been watching old Wendy Williams um, radio interviews, like listening to them on YouTube while I work. I have literally reached the end of the internet and I'm literally, right? That's literally a rabbit hole. Yes. So one thing I heard the other day was, um, I thought it was clickbait. It said, Tony Braxton, um, angry with Jay-Z and Beyonce. And I clicked on it. Y'all, Tony Braxton was fucking pissed. Because Jay-Z and Beyonce stole um, Me and My Girlfriend or whatever, Bonnie and Clyde. That's, they stole that from her. God, he produced. What are you doing it with? Oh, it was, it's on her album with uh, uh, Hit the Freeway. So um, it, it, it came out, but it was supposed to be like her lead single. And um, she, they said, okay, Gotti produced. She kept saying Gotti, Gotti, Gotti. So I don't know if she's talking about Herb Gotti or who, because it's back then. But she was like, yeah, Gotti produced it, and it got around. Everybody heard it, excuse me, and um, I was singing it, you know, like Jay-Z, I mean, like Tupac, blah, blah, blah. They're owed to Tupac or whatever the fuck. So she was pissed because when it circled around, circulated around Def Jam, Jay-Z and Beyonce got a hold of it and decided to do it on their own and make it their lead single for his upcoming album to promote their... Um, uh, relationship like it was the relationship from from the old tea that i'm hearing it was a publicity relationship it grew into something real later but they used that to promote their relationship to boost his career and um you know get her more in the forefront after she left destiny's child and um you know promote his new album I was like, wow, but she was going on them. She was like, no, there is a thing called respect here, okay? Me, Janet, Mariah, Whitney, you don't steal from us. I was like, whoa! She was like, I'm not taking nothing from that girl. She can sing, she can dance. She's a beautiful girl. Don't you disrespect me. I was like, oh my God. Tony was like, I'm nice calm, Tony, until I'm not. I said, okay. This is tea. It's it's hot. But you know what? Wendy Williams show was very messy. She yes. also had a uh interview where 
Whitney Houston was on it. And Whitney Houston was really mad at her because she's like, don't talk about me being on drugs. Wasn't you a crackhead? All this, it was like. Oh, yeah. You don't know me, Wendy. You don't know me. You're always talking about me, Wendy. Yes, yes. I that was like, last week. This is very. She was like cussing her out on the radio. <laughs> Wendy Williams' radio show was crazy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, her style, bitch. She was like, um, she was talking to Blue Cantrell. She did an interview with her, which was ridiculous. I know, I know Blue Cantrell has got to be shocked that she is not important anymore. Because the way she was acting in that interview, bitch, she was the second coming of Jesus at her record label. And so, um... What though? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 no, I just wanted to clarify. I'm trying to make sure I have an understanding. Bitch, she gave you two albums. Wendy Williams sat down with her for that long-ass interview because Blue Cantrell was a big deal and was releasing this DVD to go with her new album, her second album. To who? <laughs> I don't know what happened. But look how Wendy tripped her up. Wendy was like, oh my God, girl, I love your necklace. Your necklace is so cute. I just love your style. This and that. So did you fuck Jay-Z? <gasps> <laughs> and she was just, just, just like, <laughs> hey, uh, I was like, and then she was suckle right up. But really, did you fuck him? I heard he's hung like a horse. <gasps> yep. And then she would start, uh, and Blue would start Bless smiling and like touching her face. You know, when you touch your face, <clears> you, like, you touch anywhere above here, that's when I know that someone is lying to me. And she's like, no, I didn't sleep with him, but I have a crush on him. And I would. I know he's with Beyonce, but I would still do it. Yeah, it, the tea back in the day. <laughs> I was like, wow. Why that? This is crazy. I think my favorite Wendy um, <laughs> recording back in the day was her interview with Latoya Luckett. What? Oh, man. First How did that come up? What is Scrubs? So, um, well, Latoya didn't really give no tea. Wendy was trying to um, <clears throat> juice her for some real gossip, and she wasn't uh -huh. really giving any. And her album, her first album, was about to come out, and she was like, "Well, I heard you got a little album coming out. Oh, well, let's uh, let's hear you sing. Let's hear you sing. Sing us a little something." So she sang a little something. Y'all know Latoya Luckett's voice ain't that strong. I mean, she can carry a note, but it's not strong. So <laughs> after she finished singing, there was a long pause, and Wendy was like. Okay, okay, we can just that up in the studio. It's okay, it's okay. All right, you got a little something. You got a little something. I died. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I thought Latavia was the only one that couldn't sing. Oh, my God. So, Beyonce, back then, I was listening to her interview with Wendy, too, and Beyonce kept saying, well, we finally have the right number of members in the group because everybody can sing lead, and that's not something we were able to do before. And she kept saying it on every interview. I guess she meant that shit. Them bitches could not say Oh, God. I mean, let's be clear. It was Beyonce singing lead. And every so often, Kelly would have a little piece. Yeah, a little piece. Kelly would have a little four or five words. A little Reese's piece. <clears throat> we didn't hear okay. anything solo from the two L's. Y'all, we didn't tell um, anybody we have a guest. Y'all, Chrissy's back. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> what it <do>? be? <laughs> that's that's the, the additional point. <laughs> Y'all gave me, oh, you've been here before. You know where the cups are. Yes. <laughs> For real. 
You, who get left? I'm getting left to get you a plate, girl. The food is in the kitchen. Help yourself. <laughs> Actually, bring me a drink when you come back to. Oh, Thank God. you. Bitch, I just realized that I just, nobody knows who we're talking to. <laughs> when there were days <clears throat> when I didn't have anything to do, I loved being in the house. Now that I have to be in here, I'm like, damn, this is really good i'm catching up on movies oh my gosh okay so don't judge me uh-huh but i finally watched poetic justice and boys in the hood oh wow okay you know what i give you a pass you're a younger generation it was not required material for your generation so thank you so yes i watched it on sunday i loved the poetic justice you did you didn't think it was terrible I thought it was hopelessly romantic. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I could not imagine watching that shit in 2020. It was a very big deal to me at the time. I definitely had the braids, but um, <laughs> bitch, I could not. Like this day and age, because something I've been rewatching. Like I've been watching, been rewatching some of these black movies that we used to stand for. Like we all can agree, like Love Jones is a horrible fucking movie. And, oh, I haven't um, seen it in such a long time. The I guess I should watch it as an adult. So uh, I disagree. I don't think Love Jones is a terrible movie. I, I think it's a great movie. <laughs> it age it ages pretty well. Some things, it, you, you know, some some things I nitpick at, but I think the storyline itself, I think it was pretty good. No, that is consistent. It's right on brand for you, Sarita. <sighs> Fuck you, Danita. <laughs> <laughs> right on brand. I just. <laughs> Sarita's Instagram, her stories, the type of food she cooks, the way she just jizzes shit up so fancy. Yeah, she's one of the Yes. Definitely can appreciate poetic justice. It aged well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about brown sugar? Was that not awful? Can we agree? Brown sugar was awful. Brown sugar was corny, but it's a cult classic. It's epic. Yeah. Yeah. Had a good song. That song with Common and Erica Badu was good. Um, I don't know if you all talked about this on a recent episode, but, um, Black as Fuck? We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. I loved it. How did you feel about it? I felt like I liked it, but I think Dre is a better Kenya Barris than Kenya Barris. Bitch, good night. (laughs) (laughs) Please Great Johnson. Please, please expel. <laughs> I love that shit so much. I love him for just embarrassing himself like that and being raw. Very, yeah, very embarrassing. I just think some at some point, a lot of the things just lasted too long when it should have just like had a joke, either a corny joke, talk about it, and then moving on like for instance the peacocking that scene was so long which one was that because I, I watched it like a month or so ago now what was peacocking? Um, it was the when he was talking to his wife and assistant about why black people dress up oh on, like that <laughs> that scene was so long for me i was at the the i was looking at the tv laughing like all right, like, all right. 
<laughs> I loved that shit, man. I loved every second of it. I can't wait for season two. But what we said on here was, um, it was definitely him processing his divorce. That's what it read like to me. So it, they are divorced. Yeah, without they're like in the throes of it right now. It's not easy with all that money, but um, but yeah, it looked like he was laying out what uh some of their difficulties were and what they were trying to work through. Cause I just do, I just knew the last episode was going to end in divorce, but I guess they're taking it like in a different direction, but it didn't work out. But honestly, in my opinion, from like. And just watching it, I had no idea. That was my first time knowing that Blackish is like loosely based on his family. I didn't know his wife' real name is like Rainbow, and she's a you know I didn't know any of that. So Dre and Kenya as husbands don't want them. <laughs> don't want them. <laughs> so I'm gonna just leave it at that. So you don't have them. You have support. You, you have somebody that does not compete with you and somebody that helps you for, what was I looking at? Oh, I was looking at your Instagram. Was it his birthday or something? Oh, yeah. Or mine, yeah. Yeah, and I saw your post and I was just like, damn, like, he supports her so much. Like, even, like, from your very first pop-up bitch, he's in there speaking to everybody, loading your shit. He'll sit there and chill or he'll come back and pack your shit up. Let's go on back home. You know what I mean? It was so beautiful to watch because, I mean, with you being one of the... um baddest entrepreneurial bitches in the area or in your industry you know what i mean um Suck it up. he's not he's not insecure about it he supports it and he's so proud to be there like as your partner i love i love that shit i know it when i see it i and love it and i was like dre and kenya <laughs> as husbands oh yeah. fuck no well number one they, they Husbands, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Dre is a better Kenya than Kenya is. I said that. Yeah, you know said that when you left. Hey, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's much. He's I like him so much better than the actual person. Um, but the other piece is that he's so like babyish yeah. and brainy. Like, why are you? Why are you this way? It's like I don't see the the support. I don't see the, like, I'm so madly in love with you. I don't see the, I see the, like, um, I'm getting money. I like to dress. I had kids with you. Yeah. And I don't want that. Uh-uh. It's like I gave up my youth with you to have these kids. That's what it reads. And it it is. Removed from being friends. It gives. Everything is great as long as you support me. Yeah. And that's the problem. Because mm-hmm. support should go both ways. Yeah, so I was like, ooh, they getting a, they getting a divorce? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't see it from the shows. <laughs> yeah, because you know, when they had that season where they were like on the cusp of divorce and they were living separately. Yes. That was them processing um, the, the first time it got real bad and they separated. But they reconciled after that season but ultimately it just couldn't work so um, i see <laughs> it's not for you <laughs> okay so y'all ready to talk about insecure let's talk about it okay. um so um 
we have a distinguished panel this evening of <laughs> Wumi, Sarita, myself, and Chrissy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I can facilitate and throw out the questions and then we can just go around the room and answer. That sounds good. All right, cool. And if you're not interested in the question, just say pass. Or ditto if somebody else said it. I'm sorry, well, you know I need structure, bitch. Look, I, I, I want to tell you don't tell me what to do, but I know you're going to lose your shit. So do what you do, player. <laughs> I miss you so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, the episode starts out with Issa talking to Nathan. How do we feel about him now? Chrissy, you go. <clears throat> um... I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I I know Nathan's like Mm -hmm. that. So for me, I've, I've also been a Nathan before. So he's back. He helped out. So we are going to accept that he's back and he helped out. And he asked about the event. I'm at work. So I don't know about Nathan, but I'm not going to judge him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like um, I don't. I don't know how Issa really feels about him. He was available to help. Like he came back when he came back. He came back and was like, "Listen, I'm. I I was wrong. I'm trying to make this right. I, I want you to know that I know I was wrong. And um, you know, whenever whatever you feel about me, it's fair." And uh, if I can help you in any way, I will. Mm-hmm. And he has. So I think that we can just take every step as we as we go. You know, like there's no. I, I wouldn't look for anything in the future with him. But as of right now, we're cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strongly agree. Um, I feel the same way. Like. I haven't been a Nathan. Um, he seems a little flighty and kind of just in and out of things. But I still don't know what his real deal is. Like that whole, sometimes I leave when I have to clear my head and get away. Do you have a family? Like, do you owe your father money and you keep leaving and coming back when they bring it up? Like, what is your deal? Something's off here. Last um, season, I thought it was a girlfriend thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Because they do, they do that. They don't just say it. So um, I'm completely indifferent to Nathan. Whatever benefits he can bring to the table, thank you for that. But, you know, hopefully if if things go my way, she's entertaining him on the phone so that she doesn't feel bad uh, because all the stuff that Molly said to her is probably replaying in her head. Mm. Maybe she's doing that to satiate her guilty conscience. But let's just wait for Lawrence. Lawrence is coming back and they could just get married and just be done with all of this. Hold on. Is this another question? Let's slow down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like that she, you could tell that what Molly said uh, resonated a little bit with her and made her feel very self-conscious because she said it to Nathan. She said, I hope that you don't feel like I'm using you. He was like, no, I asked you. I was glad to help. It's, you know, it's, it's all good. Whether he was lying or not, he said it. Yes. Shit felt very self-conscious because she around 
fucking LA helping everybody see. <laughs> Listen. Girl at the store. She done picked Charles up. Charles talking shit. She done dropped this man off. I'm like, just Serena, why you ain't get your granddaddy? Just because mommy said <laughs> you don't help people out, I don't mean you have to be helping all these random people out. Yes. Virgil, Sarita, what do you think about Nate? Are you indifferent or what? How do you feel? Um, I feel like Nathan's always has something to hide. I don't trust this. Oh, I'm happy for you, E. She's doing great. I don't trust that shit. I don't understand it. <laughs> Um, I feel like he's hiding something. I'm the type, I need to know the truth. Like, why are you here? What do you want? What do you need? Like, tell, like, you have to give, give it to me real. Like, why did you disappear? I guess I just need an explanation. So I don't trust Nathan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, you don't see it for him at all. You need closure mm -hmm. on that. I do. I do. You're not yeah. fucking with that at all. No. <laughs> okay. Next question. Oh, it went away. Okay. Hold on. Next question. Ooh. Do you process disagreements like Issa? Okay, well first, how does Issa process disagreements? Um she processes them by replaying it over and over again in her head, holding on to the worst things said and not being ready to deal with it. Like I'll I'm gonna just answer the question um because it was really I saw myself through this whole shit, <laughs> uncomfortably so. <laughs> but um, it looked like she was going out of her way and doing incredibly weird shit to quiet the replaying of everything negative that Molly said to her. It was eating away at her. She was doing shit to, to make herself unsafe. We got a strange man in the car. We're like spending money we don't have, which is all over the place. And then when she saw Molly, she left. I would have, I would have left it. I would have seen that woman. You know, I would have seen her and turned right the fuck around and got in my car. I wouldn't have had to think about it, unless she was you. Mm, that gives me something to think about, actually. Yeah, because it was super I, close, and I would roll up on you. Like I don't like how none of that happened. Yeah. No, no, no. You know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because of the way that she rolled up on her and went back on her word when she off. Because y'all saw that somebody posted. It was in a group with Angel. Where yeah, we did have the verbatim of Molly offering that uh, Live Nation dude, I would have held that shit against Molly for the rest of her life. Boop, you know important people too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I? <laughs> Apparently, I don't. Right. <laughs> when I realized this, I said, "Oh no, one thing I cannot do is inconsistency. I cannot have it." So yeah, I would have, I would have turned right the fuck like I'm not dealing with this right now. So that's what I saw from her. I saw her really trying to process it. I think, you know, just even seeing her cry to her mom, and I got some shit to say about that later too, but it seemed like she really took it hard and she was really blindsided, which all season I've been saying, I feel like it's not fair that Issa is the only one in the dark for how, how much Molly doesn't fuck with her. And it seems like it's all hitting her and she's like, you know, it's like when one of those blind spots is revealed, like, I thought I was a decent person. It turns out I use people, you know, shit like that. Yeah. And so I, I just think really more than that. Huh? I think it was more than that. I think it was who it came from. Because yeah. whether they're upset with each other or not, that's, this is the person I have known to be my best friend for a 
long, uh, a long time, a large number of years, right? This is my best friend, the person that knows me the best, the person I consider myself closest to. And for this person to say these things to me, it would fuck me up. It would fuck me up. So it's not even so much what, um, what was said, but who said it. Yeah. So it, it's going to carry more weight. So I really got to consider this. Is this real? Is this what I'm going to, is this how I'm acting in the world? This is what people are thinking about me. Where have I been that I have missed all of this shit for all of this time? And if my best friend could say this to me in anger, because most of what's said in anger is true. It may not, they, people may not mean to say it or, um, Yes, they don't mean to say it. They're saying it in anger because they're upset. They want to hurt you in the moment, but it's likely true. So you have to you you have to sit with that. Like fuck, what has been going on? So I understand her trying to to balance that out. Like, okay, Molly just told me this shit, but let me see how I can fix this because I did not consider myself to be this kind of person. Let me balance this out. Yeah. Yeah, and also, I just feel like if we are this close, and if I've been doing these things, why haven't you told me? It's like, do you want me to be mediocre? Like, do you not love me? Because if I'm a taker, I should know that I'm a taker early on in our friendship, so I, you can help me grow. Don't wait until, like, the biggest event ever for you to bail out on me and then embarrass me and call me a taker and say, I'm not on my shit. Like, don't, don't do that to me because then like at this point, were we really friends this whole time? Was this just convenient? Like we've been home girls and we enjoy in each other's fun company. But when shit get tough, you going to out me like that? Like that's, if I was Issa, I would, like, the next day, it would have been very heavy on me because I'm like, all these years, you felt this way. Why didn't you say anything? And, bitch, we are no longer social media friends. <laughs> I think that, I think that Molly, the thing is, Issa is an avoider. She was ducking Molly for however long. They've been off for a minute, and she wouldn't take the time to sit with her and see what's wrong. She never took the time out for her. And I totally disagree with everything that Molly did. But in her defense, she was trying. She wanted her to come have pie with her. She wanted her, she wanted her around. She desired her. She was longing for her. And Issa was, you know, chose to duck. And I, it's fucked up the way that Molly, you know, responded out of anger over some whack-ass boundary, whatever she wants to call it. But you could tell that Molly still longs for her, but I don't know. Issa is an avoider, and it, so this happened, and it came out like this. She is an avoider, but I feel like things happen that um, were like, kind of beyond her control. I, I don't feel like she was avoiding it like Thanksgiving. I think she was really like, um, she, she just didn't explain what kept her busy. Mm -hmm. And I think that was another turning point for them. Well, you know what? She did the same shit with Lawrence. She avoided a very tough conversation and oh, she used that shit to cheat. 
Ooh, this is a pattern. Ooh, yes, she does have a pattern. Wow. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And this, damn. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Mind blown. Mind blown. She, she was kind of cheating with Condola. Yeah. (laughs) Gosh. Told y'all. Oh, shit. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. All right. I I receive it. Okay. I, 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 I want to be super right. offended at first, and I can't be. That is so true. Holy shit. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the the question is, um, how, how do we process the same way Issa does? Mm-hmm. When hurtful um, things are said, yes, I do. I, f- I feel like if it's someone I care about, I'm going to take time before I respond because I know that my words will stab you. I ha- I know that I have that ability, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's someone that I care about, like I really care about, I don't want to do that. Or, but if I've decided that the relationship can go either way, you're going to get exactly how I'm feeling. Yeah. So it really depends on the relationship. Now you're mad at me. Your sentences take so long. And I'm like, just fucking say it. Just say what you're <laughs> mad about. Why? Damn, this is taking forever. Well, um, I just, feel mm, like well i'm sorry Wumi. uh my internet interrupted you explaining how you process things no you were talking about how i get on your nerves oh yeah i got triggered yeah because apparently i guess what i was saying was true that when i care about you i try to uh figure my words out (laughs) i try to step softly Yes, but y'all, when she steps softly, it's the worst because I know her so well. It it sounds like her unnatural self, and I'm just like, please, what is the uncomfortable part of what you're trying to say? Can you please? Just... <laughs> I cannot sit through this. This is torture, bitch. <laughs> just spill it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's so true. I'm I'm so glad to know what that is because at first I was I just was like, what, what the. F- fuck's wrong with her right because <laughs> it's, it's not very often that we have those kinds of conversations but when we do i'm always just like i just want to jump through a fucking window she has got to spit this out but now i know you're just trying not to hurt my feelings so that's cool thank you but now that the band-aid is ripped off just hurt my feelings because as i have discussed i'm not gonna catch it unless it's direct that's what she said but you know what i'm saying you're welcome no one let's oh i'm sorry go ahead no i said no one thanked you you didn't you didn't have to say you're welcome that's all did everybody respond to how they process disagreements sarita did you speak to it um i didn't um i'm very much like isa yeah i will echo that whole conversation in my head i won't go to the extreme as like doing dumb shit from you know for people on the street but um yeah i'll process it the same way 
why is it that the voice that we hear loudest is is like the most critical that's a great question i have no idea like we are our worst critic but it's like how do how does that voice not be so mean or so mm -hmm. critical and what i've learned is that you have to start talking to yourself like you love yourself so mm -hmm. it becomes like easier because yeah. you're the meanest person to yourself so if you are easier on yourself because how you are easier on other people i guess it becomes like a habit I, sure. I will make a, an excuse terrible. for a bitch in a heartbeat but will not make one for myself yeah i don't know it sucks that's crazy that's that's one of the things that made me cry during the episode is because um i could tell that she was just like replaying all the things that molly said to her and can't even soak in what she just accomplished because all she can hear so i heard something really <sighs> okay i want to jump ahead to the mom just because it kind of relates to processing the disagreements is that cool serena Oh yeah, okay. that's fine. Okay, so I saw on um, Bourbon and Bouches, I listened to it um, earlier. And one of the points that really resonated with me was that one of them didn't see it for the mom either. And I definitely didn't. So I wanna know how y'all felt about that. Like, you remember she said, well, mom, um, you once said, and I heard you say, you know, I have my, hands and too many things or something like that and then her mom like said no what i meant was da, da, da. the reality is her mom was criticizing her her mom tried to clean it up is how i received it and one of the points that they made on there was even though the molly situation is unhealthy with the way that she does like their dynamic as far as the way that she always jabs at isa and usually she's jabbing first or doing something condescending it the reason that relationship works for isa is because it's probably just as comfortable as her upbringing with her mom mm -hmm. with the jabs and the condescension and that shit blew me away like oh shit yeah. so with this like you know the breakthrough that she had with her mom was really good because i think her mom realized the impact of her words and she cleaned it up and then she also admitted that she's proud of her which is not something that's easy to do for moms from my observation um but like she's really impressed with what she's doing and i'm like you know what i think all of this might be happening because isa is about to be in a new season a new level of relationship with her mom and maybe shedding molly in that relationship i, I don't know it was it was heavy that whole shit just had me fucked up but um what do y'all think about that though as far as like her mom and her mom's comment. I definitely didn't think about it in that way, but hearing you say that, I'm like, oh shit, I, I see it. <clears throat> um, all of us, all of our experiences lead us to how we act, right? So we act based off of our previous experiences. And I'm sure that her mother was looking at Issa and feeling a certain way based on off of her own experiences. So whatever information she may have told her, whatever she said to her felt right to her at the time. 
right? Not not knowing because you never know how someone else is going to receive your you may have an intention behind it, but you don't know how this other person is going to receive it. And she didn't I, say it to her though. She said it about her. Who she said it to who? To like her aunt or something. She said something at, at one of her aunt's parties and Issa overheard and Issa it. Heard it. Oh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the point the guy made was he said, well, that's not how language works. When you're so proud of someone, if, if someone is so good at so many things, you say, oh, Issa's so good at so many things. Not she has her hand in too many pots. That, that's not how language works. And I was like, huh. Yeah, that's not a compliment. What's something was wrong with that. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, this is, this is some weird writing. But then thinking about it deeper, I'm like, nah, her mother said what she said. I think that her mom didn't tell her the truth about what she said is because she probably knows that she can't handle it. Issa needs a lot of gratification. She needs that. She needs to be praised kind of like, oh, you did a good job. This is great. And she, she, she probably can't handle it. She, not from Molly. She's had this fight with Molly. Molly put her down like so many ways. And then to go to your mom and that to still stick out in your mind. Your mom made this ex- like p- pissy excuse of what she said and she took it and she took it because she probably needed to handle it yeah yeah Yeah, she didn't delve any deeper in that even though it sounded crazy that's true (sighs) poor Issa. but you know we are who we are because of our upbringing and shit our parents so i just wonder what all that is like what all that has even been like but it looks like it's on the cusp of being better yes so, um, you know, I, I am glad about that. But I was like, nah, this is why she didn't spend, this is why we did not get to know her mom like that. Because this is probably the shit that she just cannot deal with. <laughs> or whatever, like, something critical to say, like, I, I just can't, y'all, I'm not going to my mother's house today or whatever. Um, okay. Let's talk about Kyla Pratt and the DC crew. <sighs> Particularly did not like that whole scene. People were saying since, you know, the documentary uh, Prince George's County, Basketball County came out on Sunday. And then also Insecure had a PG shout out moment. Oh, it's PG Appreciation Week. No, I thought it was trash. Damn. No. <laughs> I didn't like that. Not, I- only, <laughs> not only are the girls feuding about being distinctly from DC and distinctly from PG, but they gonna walk out <laughs> on her on the field. We were on some tacky shit. We were definitely on some tacky shit. <laughs> so I took it um as, you know, just like banter, you know, banter between friends. Just the little dumb shit that you play with with your friends. Okay. Yes. Right. That's cute and all. What I did like was how they hyped Issa up. Yes. Because just on the on the face, like, I don't know you for anything, but you're telling me what you've done, and that's fucking amazing, and you should be proud. Like, you've done a really good job. <clears throat> be proud of yourself. I love that, and I, lo- I loved watching Issa, like, puff her chest a little bit as they started to talk. Because at first she was very minimal, just like, oh, I just blah, blah, blah. I didn't really. And they were like, oh, wait, hold on. No, you're saying that you are the shit. So be the shit. 
I really liked that. I really enjoyed watching Issa take the praise and accept it. I didn't like how it ended. <laughs> I mean, I felt like all the praise was bullshit. Say it again. To me, it felt like all the praise was bullshit in the end. Like they were hyping her up because the whole point was to befriend a stranger and then just leave her stranded. I didn't well, like they, that shit at they all. They already befriended her at the the sip and paint. So they already made her a friend. I don't. I didn't feel like. Um, I mean, they are trash, but I didn't feel like her. <laughs> The comments that they made her before skipping out. I want to ask you a serious question. Go. Did you know bitches can be fake? <laughs> what? But <clears throat> what they said to her was not bullshit. I feel like yes, they what they were saying was true because we, as the viewers, know Issa. Because Kelly and them don't give her that kind of praise. So we were excited about that, right? But in the end, they had a little scavenger hunt. <laughs> they was on games. The bitches say anything. They, they wanted Pino, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and they wanted, they was on a scavenger hunt. So for us as the viewers, we really enjoyed Issa finally being hyped up. But I think they were on a mission and they were being fake. Bitches can be fake. I wanted her to run up on them for real. I <laughs> wanted her. I thought I thought the hitting on top of the head with the painting was a lot, but I still wanted her to run up on them. Like let these bitches know that you're not to be fucked with. I thought it was real and I was happy. <laughs> no, I just really wanted her to at least curse them out and yeah. be like, that fucked up. Y'all didn't have to do me like that. Your stupid ass scavenger hunt. I hope y'all lose, bitch. DC and PG, wherever the fuck y'all from. <laughs> I, 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 I miss your flight home, ho. <laughs> when I saw that shit on the table, I was like, "Oh, that is so trash." But also, did pay for everybody because she couldn't pay for the one fifty nine for the lady in the grocery store. So. How much was drinks? You know, was it a happy hour special? Maybe she like, pulled out that other card that she didn't pull out at the grocery store. Mm. Okay, maybe that's, that's it. What I that's what Because I was like, oh, are they going to hold her accountable for that? Like, what did she have to pay? All, well, how much was the total? Mm. Maybe she showed them the paper. They don't. Do you think the restaurant cares? Oh, we feel bad for you. No, you were still at the table, them hoes. You could be lying. <laughs> Very true, but I I think that um because the camera didn't stay on after she said, "Can I use another card?" I'm thinking she just had another card with more money on it. Mm -hmm. She probably thought she had more than she did on card one, <laughs> but card two. <laughs> I understand. Uh, Dang, I mean, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, so it's definitely my life. It's real life. It's yeah. like playing, it's like I'm playing half on this. <laughs> I'm gonna put half on this card, and I'll put the other half on that one. Be patient. Thank you so much. Well, I knew not to trust them bitches when they were drinking her Carlo Rossi. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, when you're drinking American wine from a jug, no thanks. I was like, oh, this is about to go down. This is going to saw that. And I said, I knew better than this since college. Because um, at least by a box, 
a box of wine. A box of wine is better than that jug. The jug but tastes very bad. Also, Issa is just 30. Okay, I'm thinking about where I was at 30. I was off Moscato for sure. Was I? Where? Ooh. Yes. Yeah. I'm not really sure. We were. We were. I, just, I was. I, oh, yeah, I think I was on Pinot by that time. I had left. Ooh, okay, baby. Pinot Grigio. Hold on. Um, I think I had left Moscato. But I still knew not to buy. I never bought one of them big ass jugs. It just doesn't taste good. It it didn't look appealing. It didn't look like the grown up thing to do. <laughs> so what we also need to do is give Kyla Pratt her flowers. Let's do it. Amen. I enjoyed her because sis has been out for us for a while. She loves basketball. And she looks good. Proud, the she proud family. What was that? One on one. I was going to say yes. That's a that's a singing group. Okay. Yeah. So you gotta give her her flowers, even though her fiance, boyfriend, baby father is like he opened a black ink crew Compton that was like very scripted. Anyways. Ugh. So what is his deal? Is he out here? Is he community penis? What is his deal? Is he doing her right? I don't know. But that Black Ink Crew Compton was very, very scripted. And I don't know if it was for the safety of the cast because it's Compton or I don't know. But it didn't even finish the season. It just stopped. Okay. Okay. Year, so I don't know. And that was her baby father. I, because I watched the first like maybe three episodes and I was like, okay, I'm not, I don't know. I'm watching this. But yeah, we got to give Kyla Pratt her flowers. She's been around a long time. Yes. She deserves her thing. She it was, was great in an interview with, um, oh God, Strong Black Lead, I think it's called. Um, there's a podcast where they, uh, lean, they reach out to black stars that aren't like, a-list but black people know them you know and care about them and so she did an interview and it was really cute i was like okay kyla and then she was insecure like come on girl even though you was real shady in the show but come on she's black famous yeah definitely black famous um okay who do you think Issa was calling in the car I was crying a lot. I can't answer this. I don't even remember her calling nobody. That's when she called. She ended up going to her mom's. Um, I honestly, I thought it was Nathan. What yeah, so it, did I. What if it was Lawrence? Oh. Now I'm, not a, now, I'm not a Lawrence fan. I'm not. Because, yes, she was wrong for stepping out. But that comment that she made at the table with her brother, like, damn, Condola, Condoleezza, she <laughs> is getting this man that I was supposed I to have. Right. I felt that. So I think it's Lawrence. And back to Nikki's point, if they end up back together, I would probably be happy because they had a season they had a break 
But hopefully now Issa's back on her feet in a great way. Lawrence is back on his feet. Maybe this will be a good relationship. Well, the reason why I didn't think it was Lawrence that she was calling is because he didn't show up to the the block party. Mm. So I didn't feel like she would be calling him with a, like, you're my safe space or, you know, like, I, I want to, I'm, I'm going through some things and I need you to comfort me because he didn't even show up to her thing. Whatever his reasons may be. Because Condola might be there. Say it again? Because Condola might be there. I don't care if Condola's going to be there. If you care about me, you show the fuck up. I don't care if you show up and then leave. But then also, that's not an expectation that you have for Lawrence, though. She wasn't even looking for him. So if he didn't show up, like, I don't even think she was thinking about him not showing up or even cared if he not showed up. But the fact that he knows her, I mean, Nathan doesn't know her. Lawrence knows her. He knows the relationship that he had that she has with Molly. So maybe it's easier for her to have a conversation with him because it's not sexual, it's not romantic. It's like a hey, what's up? What you doing? Hold on, I just gotta say this to Wumi real quick. Wumi. <laughs> you felt a way he didn't go because you always stay friends with your exes. Everybody oh, else that, has I was a, going has to say it. Boundary, bitch. Everyone else has a boundary. Yeah, but I I feel like <laughs> you're absolutely correct. I absolutely do stay friends with my exes. I do. Almost all of them. <laughs> Almost all of them. Yes. And if I have an event and you and I know that you know about this event, I may not be looking for you, but when it's over, I'm gonna be like, huh. Especially if I'm if I'm looking for somebody to to um No, to the come- niggas bad not come. Look, here she goes. See? Facts. No printer. <laughs> but what I know is if I'm having a party or something, and um, well, if I'm having a party, Danita is the one doing it because I, 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 this is not. And I'm not I, inviting them. That's what I was going to say. I would have to say, I would have to specifically say, invite this person. And then she would fight me on it. Like, well, I forgot. Bitch. Day of. Day of invite. Just send him the fucking invitation. And so so I already know what that is. So anyway, yes, that's I did feel some type of way. But okay, but even um so I don't know what I was about to say. Sorry. She cheated on him. She has no expectation. She cheated on him and she thought it was in a relationship. She had no expectation of him attending that event. But he is a safe space. All I'm saying is that I I didn't think that she was calling Lawrence because like whatever their relationship is, he also did not show up to this most recent event. So I didn't feel like she would call on him um, as a listening ear mm-hmm. with the event being just yesterday mm-hmm. and him not being there. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I just, I want it to be Lawrence. I don't, I don't even remember that scene, but now I'm just like, I hope it was Lawrence. No, I, it was her mom. Oh, was her mom that she was calling? She just left yeah, her mom. She, she was in the car and she was on the phone and she was like, are you busy? Or like, can I come over or so, something to that effect? And we see her knocking on the door and we're trying to figure out who it is. And it was her mom that opened the door. Hold on. That's, oh. Hold on. Yeah, I, it that, happened. Oh, that was her mom? Yeah, it was her mom. 
So she called her mom after she left the Ethiopian spot? Yes. No, it was before that, right? It was yes. after the home. Because remember, the when she, she left the Ethiopian spot and just, that was like the end of the show. Yeah. Hold on. No, no, no. The phone call, wasn't the phone, the phone call was she before. Called after, after the girls dodged her at the bar, then she called her mom. Yes. But after she left the Ethiopian spot, she got in the car and she got on the phone and said something like, hey, you busy or something. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. That was Mm-mm. before. That was before. Because when she got in the car, when, when she left the Ethiopian spot, she just got in the car and that was it. Yeah. She drove off. That was it. We didn't even see her go back home. Oh. Wow. Yeah. My mind's playing tricks on me. <laughs> Cause I swore she called somebody when she got back in the car. Oh, well, that throws the Lawrence part out. <laughs> ah, damn it! I still want Lawrence back. I still believe. I mean, I think it would be really cute. I think it would be a nice way to to bring things back. Um, I want them together. I just don't know that they're both ready to be together again. They're both ready. I actually think that they are ready. I think it's actually the time because they've experienced people since their breakup and it hasn't lasted on each side. (laughs) And now they're at the point where even when they're at a mutual friend's house, they can have like a little conversation with like the awkwardness is supposed to be there, but it's not like I'm avoiding you. So I, I think I think it'll be a cute little mashup. Okay, but guys, guess what? What? We just talked about how Issa avoided conversations with Lawrence, and she's still avoiding conversations with Molly. So how much has she grown as far as relationships are concerned? Zero. And then how much has Lawrence actually grown as far as relationships are concerned? Because he was in this whole relationship with Condola, but not because he really cared about Condola, but because he felt like being in a relationship. Uh-oh. I think he was being who he was, who he should have been to Issa. I think that right. was that whole relationship. And right. I think he's grown because his friends are so comfortably direct with him. Like, oh yeah, you was a bum. Remember all of that? <laughs> so I think they kind of let him know like, yeah, I mean, I'm making assumptions on off-camera conversations, but Maybe they all just kind of like, yeah, well, the reason she cheated is because blah, blah, blah. That's how you lost Issa, you know, shit like that. Um, But as far as Issa's growth in relationships, you make a great point. She hasn't done that yet. But maybe this is what the turning point needs to be. As painful as it is, maybe this is the self-awareness and everything that she does need. Well, let's see her get this. And, you know, be better on the other side of this, whatever that may be, whether that's a better relationship with Molly or no no relationship with Molly at all. Let's see how this goes. Molly's an acquaintance now. She's Say out the inner circle. Molly's an acquaintance now. She's out the inner circle. I can't. Oh, this, this so you don't want to be rectified? <laughs> no. I don't know if public humiliation can be rectified for myself. I don't know. I don't know if holding that much stuff that you feel about me can be rectified. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you, I don't know what this relationship was, if you feel this many ways and never said anything. I don't think I could bounce back from it. I can acknowledge what I did wrong, 
but we can't be close. I mean, we could be we could be Instagram friends, but Instagram friends. I wish you a happy birthday on Facebook. I'm not coming to your party. Yeah. Brooks, you're you're one hundred percent correct. Yeah, that's what is given. You're one hundred percent correct because mm-hmm. I have a relationship where I'm like, I wish you the best. A former friendship, I wish you the best. I'm not coming to your parties. <laughs> What's that that famous tweet that's going around? An expired friendship is not beef. Woo! Oh God. I have not seen that, but it's true. It's yeah. so true. It's, it's so true. Beef. It's not beef, sis. Now Molly and Issa, that's some beef, bitch. <laughs> oh, we beefing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm beefing. I'm but I'm I don't know. Okay. So I'm I'm jumping ahead, but I was trying to hold it, but um, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have spoken to her at the restaurant either. First of all, Issa, by the time she got home, like after she left her mom, she got home. She looked at her space and how much she really enjoys her space. She got high. She was looking at all them people that were singing her praises on the internet. She was in a very good space, like just starting to feel good about herself, right? As she's still trying to uh, figure this shit out, but she was just in a good space. She was like, you know what, fuck, I'm hungry. I'm about to go get this good ass food. I don't, I'm not about to ruin my moment to have this conversation with this girl who embarrassed me in my event. I'm not going to do it. There's good food in other places. I'll go to that taco spot that I took Nathan to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, I don't need this particular food tonight and have to deal with this girl. And, and, this bitch is just sitting at the fucking bar like it's no problems you just on your phone i don't i don't know how you really feeling but you look happy as a motherfucker and i'm pissed about it so no Yo, woman crazy look at woman woman crazy she worked up <laughs> she's so worked up but she can't deal with it don't don't just be happy you're just happy i'm bothered i, I didn't even sleep properly last night i was the fuck melancholy bitch and you just, you just out here at the bar? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> melancholy? I was the fuck melancholy, bitch. Did you see? Of the night. You saw how the show started and, and Issa was laying, just laying in the bed. Just laying, just sad than a motherfucker. Every time that phone, Fucking. I know. Like, okay, is this, is this her? Because I want this to be, I want this to be her so we can try to what the fuck was that you know what i'm saying what was it do you even feel bad about what you did to me last night like you haven't hit me no miss and it's the end it's the end of the fucking day and bitch you're not in your house sad you out at the motherfucking bar bitch you at the bar what if she's getting a drink because she's feeling bad she's feeling sorry for herself well be in some fucking pajamas and some bullshit be in a head wrap. Why are you sitting at the fucking bar? No. No. Bitch, don't let us have an argument and I catch you at the goddamn bar. No. Because I'm going right to you. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, bitch, I'm going to, sad, to I'm now going to post it on social media while I'm there. And I'm definitely going. And I'm, I'm a, going. Uh, oh, bitch, this is an invitation. My home. caption, my caption gonna be like, I got 99 problems. <laughs> and a bitch ain't one. I'm going to the fucking bar, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to the motherfucking bar, bitch. You better just order 
me a mug. You ordered me my drink, bitch, and have that shit waited, bitch, because I'm coming the fuck there and I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Don't play with me. Why would you, why would you talk to me like this on this Woman's podcast not- today? Why would you talk to me like this today? Why would you Woman's do this? Not why would you give me? You, I'm already riled up. Why would you do this? I enjoy it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, I'm in my goddamn chest, hot under my arms, hot in my chest, bitch. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out what I would do. I think it, it would all depend on how my day was. If my day was a bit fumy, oh, I would have opened up that door, and I'd have sat down at that bar and like looked at that bitch like she was my. Mm. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Which fuck you? That if my day was fumy, right? Now, if my day was very sad and like I didn't get any feedback about my event and I'm just like a terrible person, then I would have definitely loved to. But don't don't let me fume and don't let a whole rock of people say I had a great event. Oh, mm, what is fuming? What is fume? Yeah. <laughs> is that is that like are you gassed up? Yes, yes, sorry. Did yes, it, did yes, it. Okay, yes, young yes. people adjacent. <laughs> yes, it all depends on what kind of day I was, how I would end it seeing her ass. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at the bar. I didn't like it. But you got on real people clothes. I showed up here in my pajamas, bitch. You got on real people clothes and you sitting at the bar, bitch. You got a, a different wig on, ho. Your wig is different from last night, bitch. You made an effort. To come out today, <clears throat> like like you didn't just curse me out at my goddamn event. You're not even sad mm-hmm. about. Mummy, every week, the way Molly responds to things gets you more and more upset. Have you I noticed it? I don't like it. I don't because... feel like respect. It's disrespectful, and I I don't have a problem with this disrespect let's be let's be very clear because i disrespect a lot of people a lot of the time so that's not my issue but i my disrespect has compartments and it has shut the fuck up put them eyes right back disrespect (laughs) i have levels of disrespect and those levels also correspond with who i'm talking to who i'm dealing with right yeah. There are certain people that I, I personally feel don't deserve a certain level of disrespect. And I feel like best friends are in that fucking category. There are certain things you do not do to someone that you consider to be your best friend. So um, there are certain things that I'm not going to do. If I can, if you are my best friend, there are things I'm just not going to do. I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk to you in this way. I'm not going to do certain things to you. Because I hold you in a high regard. Molly threw all of that shit out the window. I don't know if she ever felt a certain way. I don't know if she ever felt like this is what you don't do. But I feel some type of way <laughs> about the shit that she has done in this in this series, right? Um, let's be very clear that Issa has done some fucked up shit too. She has. But it also felt like that was what their relationship was. Mm-hmm. Like Issa might, you know, do some shit that seems childish or um I, I don't even want to say out of line, but you know, just unnecessary even. But it was accepted in the relationship. So you know, okay, so that's just what this relationship may be. Molly has done a lot of outside shit. 
and I'm I don't care for it. I don't like it. Stop grinning. What is you grinning for? What is you smirking about? I miss seeing you when you get worked up. <laughs> you get so upset. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just tickles me. I apologize. I wish I was a different person. Mom, you don't don't apologize and you don't wish that you were a different person. <laughs> I know I'm very pleased with myself. I just don't think Molly was a good friend this season. No. From the beginning. Like, nothing made me feel like, damn, I miss these these girlfriends on, on TV. <laughs> like, very, like, very tense since the beginning. And yeah. it just really unfolded really quick. I had no yeah. idea when Issa was on the phone in the beginning was like, I really don't fuck with Molly no more. Or I really don't fuck with her no more. Remember she was on the phone? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I didn't think it was going to be like this. <laughs> I, I really was like, what the fuck happened? What happened? But we see it. And now it's like... Yeah. And then the next episode, Molly is like living her best little life. Yes, but you know, Molly, Molly does pretend well. She does. And... You know, she, this, I'm guessing, looking at the, the previews, I was like, okay. So this man probably was like, hey, you know, do you want to come with me on this trip? This is my family trip. And she said, you know what? I do need a getaway. Thank you for inviting me. And also, you know, like, I care about you now. So I'm going to go on this thing and pretend, like, this is what I can focus on. Oh, yeah. She's going to throw herself all the way into that relationship now. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm traveling with my man. Issa don't even have a man. She don't have her life together. I'm not fucking with that bitch. I dropped dead weight. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's mm-hmm. all Hopefully she's not obnoxious on social media about it. We'll see how it goes. Cause they love like they're really good at tying in the social media into the show. Like I love the way they do that shit. It's seamless. It really is. What did you think about like real life? in this past episode what what did, you what did you think about kelly in this past episode with kelly trying to help them repair their relationship um i loved it i identify with it i, I played kelly a lot with my line sisters until i decided to just stay the fuck out of it who cares <laughs> so i saw it i identified with it and then, and i was just like you know what kelly is kind of projecting her and tiffany stuff onto Molly and Issa too like maybe this is not their season anymore I appreciate her caring and not being messy I love 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 like all season how they have been mess averse when it comes to Molly and Issa shit that is what you need however I feel like maybe this doesn't need to work out so just leave it alone give it some time I don't know I, I loved her for it but I was just like girl don't do that just leave this shit alone these niggas is all over the place and and nobody sees themselves yet. Like, it just hasn't been enough time. She hasn't called me. And I was like, oh, God. So do you do you feel like it needs to be Molly to reach out? Or do you feel like Issa should reach out? Or do you feel like any one of them needs to reach out just to fix the friendship? I don't think we need to fix it. Oh. So you don't think there should be any kind of closure? Okay. Okay. Closure. Okay, what closure and fix, fixing it is the same. I, I look at like I don't think they need to try to be like this again. Yeah, I think they need to just get to a place where they could be at the same events. They could be at the baby's first birthday party. Yes, and for me, I think that's closure. Yeah. Do you like, do you think that at this point, 
one of them would say, I'm not going because this per- the other one is going? Oh, probably, yeah. I mean, these bitches got into it at a public event. Molly doesn't, I see Molly's like, I'm just not going to go. I can't go. I can't go. I don't want to argue about it, girl, but I can't go because I'm not dealing with Issa's broke ass. Like, I see that. I don't see her doing that to um, Tiffany and Kelly. I don't think she would leave either one of them. Mm-hmm. She seems really um, tight with Kelly. And I think Kelly would convince her to come wherever. So that Molly would or Issa would? Molly would. I think Molly would show up. I feel like Molly is closer to uh, Tiffany. Yeah, I don't I know. Too. Well, she told, she told Kelly about her sex stuff. Right. Oh. Yeah, but that's sex. That's very true. Because I feel Kelly. like Tiffany and Molly are sorority sisters. Oh. They're, they're AKAs together. Am I remembering uh, that correctly? Oh, okay. I don't remember, honestly. Wow. That's Go back to season one. But yeah, I think they're yeah. AKAs together. Okay. And okay. Tiffany was kind of like shading Issa, like, <laughs> she's coming <laughs> uh, at the first like group event. I'm a, I'll double check myself, but I really, I believe that um, that's the tie there for that relationship. I don't remember how Kelly comes into the picture though. Kelly just might be somebody that was close to Tiffany and the four of them all started hanging out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can see Issa continuing to be an avoider. Yeah. Not coming to the event because she got right. some something some some cultural curation things to do. <laughs> Bitch. Yeah. Oh my god. I feel like Molly would show up and just be like, I mean, if she's there then oh, the same remember how she showed up? Well, I mean, she went to um uh Tiffany's shower when Dro was there. And it was just like, okay, well, I know I'm going to see him, but, you know, whatever. We'll just deal with it as it comes. So mm-hmm. Molly kind of gives me that energy. And Issa would be like, I'm probably just not going to go. Or we'll see. Molly is a, not Molly. Issa is a we'll see. And when you hear we'll see, you know that it's not happening. God damn, bitch. I really am Issa. I cannot believe the first insecure conversation we had. I was like, I don't know who I am. <laughs> I cannot believe <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't go to nothing. I don't go to anything. Like in my personal life, it's I always. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I have some Zinjar travel. I can't make. I can't do. I can't do it. I'm not gonna put myself. You know what I realized? Like also, with all of that, I don't get a lot of sleep. So I feel like I have to be very careful <laughs> about where I spend my time and just spending my time in a situation that makes me uncomfortable. I just, I maybe it's because I'm pushing forty. I just don't see how that makes sense. Mm. I can't do it. I'm in a place right now where I'm like, if I don't feel like it, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Unless I like have to. So like I have to go to work because <laughs> yeah. I need that paycheck. I want that paycheck. So I'm going to go to work. That's why want you want it. You don't need it. Well, beats. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, we've we've gotten some business. I thought we were just talking about insecure, but okay. Uh, so, <laughs> but on my on the in, on the personal side, if I don't feel like doing it, I'm not doing it. Um, there are conversations that people have expressed that they wanted to have with me, and 
I decided it wasn't important enough to me to have these conversations. So I'm not going to have them. And whatever you, one of the best lessons, um, and really this came from you, Brooks, was, I, mean, I guess you heard it from, anyway, the lesson was your, um, what you feel about me is not my business. Right? Oh, that's, that's original, that's me. Okay, have, listen. The what people have said, to say about me is none of my business. The doctor said, <laughs> what you have to say about me is none of my business because everyone has different thoughts and opinions and whatever it may be, right? I cannot worry myself. I can't stress myself out worried and thinking about what you might have to say about something that I do. No. Yeah. I have a lot going on. And so I have to, wor I have to worry about me and what I have going on. Mm -hmm. And if your whatever our relationship is, if, if for whatever reason on that day or at that time, or based on whatever our past has been, if whatever you're talking about right now doesn't resonate with me, or if it doesn't feel important, it's not important and I'm not going to participate. And if you're upset, you have every right to be upset. It's not going to change my decision. It is not. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. Same bitch. Also, thank God for the quarantine. Just really <laughs> being able to be extra choosy about what I leave my house for. I love it. I love it so much. I'll never take this time in our lives for granted. I'm not going. I hope you guys have a good time. Mm -hmm. Enjoy yourself. Number, I'm not going to no fucking club. Don't don't invite me to that shit. If it's not <laughs> happening before eight p.m., don't fuck. <laughs> and I won't even be upset. I hope you had a great time. And just yeah. like if I invite you to something and you can't make it, I cannot be mad at you because you have to do what's best for you. I'm doing what's best for me. You do what's best for you. It's true. We're adults. That's all I got. Yep, I do what I need to do. Like, uh, many times I've been on, like, multiple Zooms at one time. <laughs> How are you? Oh, because all of, the, all of the things are important to me. Saturday, I was at my chapter meeting, and I was in a saw at the same fucking time. And one was on my <laughs> iPad, and one was on my iPhone. Multiple devices. Yeah. I was like, both of these things are important. Last night, I had a saw. And a saw is um, Zumba to African music. But um, last night, I had a saw, which was important to me, and started at 7.30. And my Aunt Cindy had, like, an academic presentation that started at 7.30. So I had oh, two devices oh. set up. <laughs> and I just watched it, and I waited till I saw her face, and I turned the music down in the saw class. I still did the moves, and I listened to her presentation. Yes, yeah, so I was I was able to socially prioritize in the quarantine. With Without leaving things. your house. Look at you. It feels so easy. good. It feels so good. I didn't have to get dressed for anything. Oh, my God. Because, y'all, the Savras <laughs> was at the chapter meeting fully dressed in that Zoom. Looking for, they, they was looking for a reason to put on clothes to show out on you hoes. They was look, I saw, I saw Tasha in there. I said, God damn. She is dressed for the business of Delta. 
I'm an and you didn't even have video on, huh? You had your video off. Yeah, <laughs> it was in your doctoral this. garb. It was that. Yes, bitch. <laughs> I, I'm I am a doctor. Oh, Don't that's the picture that comes up. Yeah, I saw that on um Gerard or Keisha's thing. But for me, it's a, it's an old picture of a me in a sweater, oh, smiling no. sideways. But I'm like, yeah, just you know, stop video. I'm here, but stop video. Oh, <laughs> I'm not presenting. <laughs> like Christina was telling me today that her boss, like one of her colleagues, was like, yeah, we think um you know whatever supervisor's name is. She's feeling like, you know, disconnected from the team and sad. So let's all like dial in on video for our morning meeting. Christina was so blown. She was like, Bush, I have to do my hair and put on eyebrows before 9 30 this morning. I cannot believe this. Just to sit on a screen. No. And I was like, damn, I remember that. I remember the culture of everyone having to kind of coddle the boss. Guess what? I can't do it. I guess people do that for me now, but I don't do it. My office had a um what they considered like a mandatory uh, what they consider mandatory i gotta turn the phone off <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going what they considered mandatory is rude and then, like, woman you're at home yes i am i didn't say i was busy i said i'm not i'm here's not going the here's the thing all these, oh, we haven't seen you all. Oh, we don't feel like a team. Let's do a happy hour decline. I've declined all those. I'm not doing I am home. <laughs> I am enjoying this. I don't want to see y'all. I don't. This is not about. It's not a meeting. We have to see y'all. <laughs> and you think when I don't have to, I'm just going to sign on? I'm not doing it. I don't want to participate. Oh. In this virtual happy hour, I don't want to do it. Because guess what? I can be in happy hour by my motherfucking self. I don't have to be with y'all. I don't have to put on a show. I got to make sure. I got to put on a fucking bra to be on on on, on video with y'all. Exactly. I got to look like something. Decline. No, I don't want to do it. Decline. I don't want to do it. Chrissy's I not showing up. Smile for y'all? No. Decline. No. Decline. Chrissy's not showing up. Nope. <laughs> feel like being fake smiling with y'all i feel great my jaws have been able to rest all the weekend talk I ain't had to do it you think i'm doing it for zoom <laughs> y'all we were in zoom the fuck out they are having the best year ever bitch but what happened to skype what did skype do why did skype did the same thing blackberry did they they lost they were ahead. They were the fucking hair. And Zoom is, is a tortoise, bitch. The tortoise done won the race because Skype was winning. This is what Skype was meant for. Yeah. And then Zoom came in and was like, oh, no, bitch. I'm the new bitch. New pussy. <laughs> Skype is now the um, is an integration on GroupMe. Yep. So if this, you create they settling. Yeah, <laughs> they selling. They're trying to figure shit out because I didn't even realize Groomy was over till Angel moved us to crew. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, this is much better." And I was like, mm. and "I started looking at Groupie like." Mm. And then Sarita, like the next fucking day, Sarita's like, "Guys, mind if we move to WhatsApp?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Okay, I got the memo. Groupie is trash." I didn't know. <laughs> Well, it was the very next day. 
Shit. Okay, so we talked about reaching out to Molly at the restaurant. Uh, does anybody have any predictions before we close out? Uh, okay, predictions as far as what? The show. Um, Anything. I think Issa and Lawrence are going to reconnect in some kind of way, either go on some dates. I don't know if it's going to be a relationship, but maybe more of a a comfortable kind of friendship-ish. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a possibility of happening. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of that, too. Um, is Daniel going to come back, do y'all think? I like Daniel, y'all. Don't roll your eyes at me! Daniel was the studio dude, right? Yeah. He was the nut in your eye. He did the nut in your eye, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think he served his purpose. I like Daniel for, for me. Not so much for yeah. you. Yeah. But I think he's not he's not to be married. You don't marry Daniel. Daniel needs about six years. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'll give him that. My prediction is definitely Lawrence and her get back together. They reconnect. Um her and Molly will probably probably have a conversation. I don't know how that's gonna go. I don't really see it for it, but maybe they'll surprise me. The, the show does not disappoint as far as surprises. Um, and I also predict that we'll see more of her mom because their relationship is in a better place. Like her, she maybe had some distance from her mom this far in the series because of that one comment her mother made. Um, so it may be different now. We might see her as often as we see like Molly's family. Mm. I think that um, Issa and Molly are going to reconnect. I think it's going to be something wild that happens. Um, Somebody got to die. Okay. You love killing people. Yes. Yeah. I heard that episode too that y'all did. You like when people dying and shit on that. She loves killing people. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody, nobody died on the 911 finale. Spoiler alert, it was a snooze fest. Yeah, we got a damn pregnancy announcement from Jennifer Love Hewitt, who we don't even really care about on this show. It was very disappointing. But I told Autumn, I said, girl, look, I know this is disappointing, but they had to have cut production early because of COVID. Mm. They had to have done it. But did y'all see we were getting all that Grey's Anatomy on um, Station 19 on Thursday? Nobody cares about Station 19. I am still on season five, episode 24 of Grey's Anatomy. Take your time. Yes, savor it all. Take your time. You don't have to fly through it like this crazy person. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Look, Autumn got almost to the end now, too, and she started slowing down. She's like, I just don't want to finish it yet. And I said, yeah, I get it. It's that good. Because she just got to the point where um, Derek died. Oh, hello. Oh, you know what? Everybody knew Derek died. That was like pop culture. Chrissy did not know. (laughs) Chrissy, it's pop culture knowledge that Derek died because he was talking shit about the show. Hold on, which one is Derek? It's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler alert to know that. Hold on, which one is Derek? Never mind. Don't worry about it. Please. Now I need dreamy. Don't worry about it. Make dreamy. Hold on. Who Derek is, it's fine. 
No, I do know who Derek is, but you know, sometimes the white people just be look. their names just don't add. <laughs> like, we know who Annalise Keating is, you know, we know who, <gasps> you know. Can but, we talk about it? Can we talk about the finale? Oh. My whole thing is sometimes the, the, the white, the white male character voice, I mean, male character name just doesn't sit with me until we almost at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it I'm does take a minute to learn the white characters. I don't, I, I don't know most characters. Period. So it's fine. That's true. That's true. Your names for characters be so funny on the G chat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and skirt lady, skirt lady died. <laughs> what are you saying? Anything you talking about? Every time you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> But no, let's talk. Let's talk about that. Did everyone watch the the series finale? Yeah. Of how to get away with murder. Cristobal Castillo. Give that nigga his golden globe, please. He played two characters, two accents that weren't his own. Please listen. <laughs> he was out here. <laughs> Give me my things is what he said. Give me my things. <laughs> Let me tell you how my ass have been. I've been watching it from jump. You know how you you watch TV with your man and he like remembers certain things and can fit shit together. So I'm watching the finale, and Rich is not even invested in it, right? <laughs> How does he fucking know that that wasn't Wes and that was Christopher? How did he know he that? He guessed it? Yes! I couldn't even guess that shit. I thought that was an angel. Listen, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my God, how did Wes, how did Wes, how, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, how did he fake his death? Oh my God. <laughs> like their best picture it doesn't matter that it was a hundred years ago oh god can we use the picture that we like (laughs) like, who are you right now like right before you died can we get that picture why do we have a picture 40 years ago annalise i don't know but she thought it was an angel (laughs) i thought i had two theories that they were racing in my head at once first i thought they are really showing that black don't crack (laughs) <laughs> and two is that an angel who only remembers Laura <laughs> Rich is sitting on the couch like no that's her baby and I was like what oh god also, I, don't, I did not like how they aged them people them people didn't need to, first of all Michaela do you see Michaela right now? They gonna age her like that? No. Oh, I didn't see Michaela at the funeral. No, she got married. She got married at the Justice of the Peace. Oh wait, who so did Michaela, she marry? She wasn't at the funeral. No, she was getting married. I don't know who she was marrying. It was well. Uh, uh, what is what is uh the Hispanic girl's name? What is her name? Laura Donald Castillo. Yeah, she looked the fuck terrible. Um. <laughs> 
what's his name? Uh, See, uh, you don't know the white Connor. Connor. Not, I, don't, I, I don't know anybody's name. <laughs> I don't even are try. You, are you yeah. talking about Connor? Connor looked okay. Connor and Andrew, right? Oliver. Oliver, see, damn. <laughs> Andrew is the Asian babe from Insecure. <laughs> Oliver is Asian babe from How to Get Away with Murder. <laughs> see, I don't know. I don't. It doesn't matter. It's fine uh, to be completely honest. It's okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so oh god. I was Yo, like, I'm sorry. The reason this angel shit is taking me out like this is because people all season were coming up with these theories about him being a witness protection and shit. Oh. It was all of these theories and we never thought about <laughs> We never thought about the fun. I never thought about the future. I was irritated with this entire season until that finale. That finale, like, it broke me all the way down. Okay, can I talk about how I did not like <laughs> Um, want to call her Consuela? What is her name? Have no Who? attorney. What's the 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 other attorney? The other bad bitch attorney? Oh, Tegan. That was a yeah. bad bitch. Tegan. Mm. Consuela. Spanish. Well, because she knew how to speak Spanish. Yes. See. <laughs> Thank you, Christy. But I would have, but I would have rather you gave her a black person name instead of. Or just say like natural hair suit lady, <laughs> like you normally do. Okay, black Consuela. is that better? Okay, all right. Tegan, goddamn it, Tegan, Tegan okay, Price. Come on. I did not, I did not like her being in love with Annalise. I did not like that. That <laughs> shit felt so. I was like, if y'all don't shut the fuck up, that what is this bit, even about? It felt a bit forced and a bit off. Like what? And not on you're not just saying it, but you you crying too, bitch. You cry? What are you doing? She's needy, woman. I told you the way she acted about her ex and she wouldn't sign him divorce papers. Remember the ex was like, I don't love you. I've moved on. You should move on. I was like, oh, okay. So Tegan has a needy thing going on. Where she clings oh, to people that don't want her. Really love that lady. Or maybe uh, what? Maybe she just really loved that lady. Her ex-wife. I did not like her. I really didn't like her being in love with Annalise. I didn't like that at all. I really, I really didn't. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't. That's still so phony. Um, um, poor Frank. Poor Frank trying to figure out his life after finding out that his parents were siblings. Poor, poor Frank. <laughs> but also, your genetics aren't the fucked. The fuck fucked up. So, okay, now I get why you kill people so easily. Um. Poor, poor, poor Bonnie. Bonnie just could not catch a break. <laughs> Bonnie, Bonnie's had a rough go of it, man. Poor like, Bonnie. Since, since the first season. I don't think Bonnie has had an easy episode. No. <laughs> not, not even one. <laughs> Everybody that Bonnie cared about has, is fucked up, either treats her like trash or dies. <laughs> but didn't she kill somebody? She killed uh, Rebecca, right? That was her, right? No, that was Frank. Who did she kill? Did she kill one of them kids from that weird step family? No. She, and... she, um, she didn't, well, did she kill him? She kind of. She killed her boyfriend. Him. Yes. So, like, she didn't, she didn't really kill him. He was already on the verge of death. She just. And she finished the job. Eased him into it. Yeah. Okay. 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 Maybe she wasn't that bad a person and she didn't kill that many people. 
but yeah, she had a rough go of it, and um, I just, as I, it was sad seeing her go. I think I cried for Annalise. That's who the I cried she, for. The way she cried for Bonnie. Yeah, because I was like, this, this is like her losing a daughter. Baby, give her an Emmy, because I was a cry. Oh my god, it was it was a cry. Her fucking speech to the jury was so good. Was so good. I'm I'm black. I'm exhausted. I'm mean. I'm this. I'm that. I this. I wear wigs. And I was like, oh my god, this is great. This is very raw. And so, what I was telling. Al, I think it was somebody I was talking to, but I really feel like Shonda said, I'll come back for this last episode and I'm going to write this show because you niggas have shit the bed with this entire situation since I left. Completely. But the way they tied all them loose ends up, because I really felt like, I, I really felt like the Frank thing was kind of unnecessary because we were so far past Hannah and Frank, I mean, Hannah and Sam. Um, yes. So Frank coming out as a incest baby was like, okay, all right, you know, <laughs> I'm right, like Fuck okay, it. sure, Fuck it, you know. <laughs> I think that when she was gone, they focused on dumb shit. So she had to come back and, and be like right. everything together. Like the fact that it was a whole season of them talking about the Castillos. Oh God! I you know that that, I feel that same raining. way. I had to I had to tune out because how do we go from this bomb ass lawyer getting away with murder and helping her clients get away with murder, like really engrossed in this shit? To yeah, everything West being about the Castillos and everything about the Castillos. I was like, this shit is boring. Yeah, but they had to tie it all in, and I think you could definitely tell she was back. And yeah, that was the best that she can do with, with the shit that they had did. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did her baby justice. She came back and said, "You know what? I really fucked up a couple seasons of scandal, focus, focusing on this. We cannot go out like this. They haven't so forgiven me for scandal." Project? What is her next huh? project? She's on Netflix. She got a deal with Netflix like a couple years ago. Okay, so we so she, see it for a long time because it may be coming up soon. Everything is halted because of this stupid ass virus. Very true. Very true. But she's been gone. She got that money, I want to say almost two years ago. Okay. So we and might so that's have like when that. when this shit started to suck, that's when you knew she she had left. All right. So is she still writing Grey's Anatomy? I don't think so. It's starting to get on my nerves. Oh, I was about to say it's getting good again. Like toward the end of this season, it started getting good again. This last episode, I mean, I I liked it, but also it felt rushed. I'm yeah. sick of uh, who was the one who had the baby with the rock star from Nashville? What's her name? Amelia. Oh, bitch! You talking about the show? Yes. Oh God, the show Nashville. Okay. Okay, yeah. We used to be involved. We used to be invested in Nashville together, ho. Hold on. Shonda Rhimes was Nashville, too? No, 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 no. No, but Link was from Nashville. Link! Okay. Yes. Okay. So I want to know why Grey's Anatomy has lasted so long, but Scandal had to come to an end. Um, How to Get Away with Murder had to come to an end. I think, I think that Scandal needed to... It was, it was time. 
I they ran like out of stories to tell. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting how to wait. How, mm, Jesus. How to get away with murder. I wasn't expecting that to be over so soon. <clears throat> um, I'm Grace probably should have been over. It's been a lot of seasons. A lot of, and some of them seasons were unnecessary. So, um, they were unnecessary. Whether you agree or not, they were unnecessary. <laughs> what are you eating? What did you get? Damn. Fuck yourself, ho. Give your, give the finger to yourself, bitch. Put, 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 go in the mirror and put your finger up to yourself, bitch. Leave me out of it. What's happening? <laughs> Alcohol. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I came over here to tell you I'm having shrimp and broccoli and I'm about to have a shrimp roll. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, go to the mirror. Trash about how to get away with murder. How for four episodes it was a who killed Annalise. Then why do you do that shit to us? Ain't nobody murder her ass. They didn't even know. How, bitch, they didn't know how that shit was going to end. They didn't know how it was going to end. That's what it was. It was a free for all. It was Fucking a free for all. My eyes at that shit. <laughs> Ain't nobody kill her. No one killed her. Yeah, that was the other part. They wanted us to think that she got shot coming out of that court. Yeah. And they also, no, 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 but we thought that at the tail end of the episodes. Right. At the beginning, it was always, who killed Annalise? Yeah. Who? (laughs) Damn. I was like, (laughs) because girl, I was like, oh my God, Frank shot her? And then it was like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the bitch had a full life. <laughs> hold the hands, hold the hands with everybody across That's America. What, that was the other part that made me cry. Just seeing that, that that time that she came into the camera and she had on that caftan and she got really, really old. I was like, she was free of them and she had a full, beautiful life. But she still ended up alone because she always chooses herself. Yeah. Okay, but but does choosing yourself does is that always bad? And her being alone was that a bad thing? Great question. I just think that um, it's it's a good thing to choose yourself, but in this case, I think Annalise always only chooses herself. I don't think she loves people. I think, well, what's that famous Drake line? Stop, uh, love people and use things. Annalise uses people and loves things. She loves her alcohol and uses her friends. (laughs) Yikes. Yikes. Accurate. Agreed. (laughs) Bitch, I was eating, but I love that. Okay. I don't think Annalise really wants to be alone but i don't think she knows how to love people she just she doesn't i was so i was glad to see that nate came back to her side even though like she you know she fucked him over a couple times Mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of times but i was glad that he came was she really a villain was she the bad guy Hmm. Good degree. She manipulated them a lot. Everybody. For her own benefit. 
even yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you remember what she did to Nate on the stand with no warning? She, she demolished him on the stand and made him not credible as a police officer. I mean, yeah. And, yeah, and, and she tried. Pussy, he was eating her pussy on the regular. She was like, ah. She used him for the nut yeah, off. Big time. But, like, the fact that she knows who, who was there for who killed her husband, but she was a part of blaming it, the conspiracy maybe on Nate, that's so fucked up. I mean, it's fucked up, but she also knew that he wasn't going to get in trouble for it. Oh, so that makes it better? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it definitely doesn't. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> No, you do. I just don't think you want Annalise to be a villain, which is I totally agree because why would why would we want this black queen to be a villain? So I'm I'm on your side with that. I understand. <laughs> black queens over everything, ho. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. But yeah, that shit was beautiful. So congratulations to them. They did a great job just getting that shit the fuck out of here because it was time to go. It was definitely time for that show to go. Yeah. Um. So we've reached the end of our... No, we didn't. We didn't get Sarita's predictions. What are your predictions for Insecure? Oh, um. let's see. I do think that Issa and Molly are going to make up. I think they're going to have... I think the entire an entire episode is going to be about them having this conversation. Everything is going to be put out on the table. I think they're going to become friends again. Um, I don't see her getting back with Lawrence um, anytime soon. Maybe that'll happen when the show ends, but um, I don't see that happening right now. So it is quite possible. I passionately responded to both of the things you said. First thing was I really, really loved what you said about them so much that like I would love to see that episode if we just sat there and watched them have a conversation. Oh that can I can I tell y'all a secret? It's not a spoiler. But uh <laughs> but okay. So Insecure had um Insecure had like a block party um the day that uh episode one aired. So it was Issa and she went live on Instagram with different um, cast members. So Yvonne Orgy was a part of the blog party and Yvonne Orgy might've been drunk. I'm not sure, but she was, she was spilling a little too much tea. It was like borderline spoiler, but um, Issa asked her, you know, what was the most memorable part of this season for you? And Yvonne was like off the top, like, oh, you mean the episode when I was about to fight Kerry Washington? Yeah, that's probably the one. So apparently Carrie Washington direct, directed episode nine. And so she told this story. <clears throat> so she said, episode nine was pretty intense. You and I had this intense conversation and you weren't feeling well. Issa wasn't feeling well. And so Issa went back. The real, like real life Issa? Yeah, or real Issa? life Issa, you know, did her scene and went back to her trailer. And Carrie Washington pulled Yvonne to the side and said, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not feeling you right now. If Issa can do this sick, then you can do this. We need to do this again. 
And according to Yvonne, it was very cold that day and she kept her out in the cold redoing the scene or whatever over and over again. So I feel like episode nine, it is going to be episode nine. Episode nine is what I'm looking forward to. Was this when they were on the stage? Like it was a whole, um, and the two, like uh, Issa was on stage with, with Yvonne and Yvonne had on like a bandage. It was Instagram. It was just Instagram live. Oh, okay. Because we were in quarantine. Yeah. Yep. Usually, before they premiere um, Insecure, they do a block party in LA. And it's like real cute, right? But I guess it had to move to Instagram because of COVID. So, so Miss Curry Washington. (laughs) (laughs) Is a director. Chrissy is wild, y'all. Chrissy just did the Carrie Washington mouth. Chrissy, I love you so much. <laughs> Chrissy, did you watch Little Fires Everywhere? What the fuck was the name of that show? That's Little Fires right. Everywhere. I know. Got it. So, okay. So they, they might have a conversation. Nice. Okay. But what I disagreed with was the piece about Lawrence passionately. So fuck that prediction. <laughs> so does this mean that she does not get back with uh with Nathan at all? No. I don't want to see it. I, he needs takes my Okay, but you know, listen, here's the thing though. You know, um he gave her good sex on that Ferris wheel. And you know, sometimes you have to revisit good sex, even if it's just one time. So you don't think Issa has changed a little bit as far as Dick is concerned? Because oh. she didn't reach out to anybody. She didn't reach out to a man when she was hurting. She went to her mom. She might have turned the new leaf. That's very true. I, I'm, to be honest, I don't think that Issa is interested in, um, in Nathan in a relationship or a physical type of way anymore i i don't but i would not be surprised if she was like well you know i need a fix real quick Mm. and also like i feel like this like like i'm going to give you a thank you for helping me with my (laughs) project so here you know let me pop this pussy for you real quick true you know we're adults right is joe biden texting y'all i'm getting all these notifications why they don't know joe biden is not sending these texts like why do they think i feel like joe biden is texting me at 9 p.m eastern time (laughs) what the fuck is happening with politics (laughs) like this is so late when when obama started texting us in 2000 what 2007 or 8 or whatever the fuck it was new and it was like oh shit obama's probably texting or emailing me but this is just with joe biden yeah, but also the world is a fucking hey, Joe Biden here. <laughs> the world is a dumpster fire. So who knows what the fuck is going on? Dumpster fire. They're just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. People are talking about oh they holding off uh, votes. We not voting for you because um, you know we don't know what you're doing. I thought the goal was to get the fucking orange man out of office. I thought that was like, like y'all don't y'all don't think this is bad? Like, y'all don't, y'all think that anything else would be worse than this? What else could be worse? Look at us, guys! <laughs> Look at us! We started out hot 
we also fucked up our lead. We started out doing very well, and then this motherfucker who don't have common sense um, just let all of this shit go the fuck astray. What the fuck are we supposed? What are how? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the insecure, insecure recap. Recap <laughs> of verses and politics. <laughs> I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired. I, I'm tired. Yeah, that's why I just kind of pay attention to like myself and my household. I, I can't engage in what else is going on here. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, TikToks and photo challenges and just I just can't do it no more. What when have when have you done it? <laughs> done it isn't tolerated. When when was that? It's on my timeline all day. Photo challenges and TikTok videos. You you never participated in any of it. You don't watch fucking videos. What my are you point, talking about? I'm talking to you about my point, and here's what that is. Yes. When I scroll through my Facebook and my Instagram, there's constant challenges like the love your spouse challenge and like all this like a photo of the day, what you're doing challenge. There's the TikToks and the dances and stuff like that. And I'm just constantly scrolling through them. There's nothing interesting and, and engaging online anymore because we're all in the house. Yes. Can we talk, can, before we go, I understand that we've been here for 87 hours, but before we go, what other TV shows are y'all watching? Because can I tell you, I'm sick of fucking Hulu and I'm sick of fucking Netflix. What the fuck is, what can I watch? What can I watch, guys? So I, I haven't started watching it yet, but I've heard the name a few times. Um, White Lines on Netflix. I it's, it's on my home screen. Like anything I care about. I know, but right now it's not about things you care about. It's about things that can pass your time. That makes me so sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's about what you're passing your time. Another thing that I started doing was I started Proud Family from the beginning. And let me just talk about how, one, I'm sad that it ended after 53 episodes, which was just only two. It was seasons. only 53 episodes? The Proud yes. Family? Yes. I'm so sad about that. And then secondly, that family was very, very... Black. Black and very successful. And my young ass didn't even think that, that was something that needed congratulations because I was in the moment. But looking at it now and then... I'm just like, wow, I was watching this shit and it was bomb. So, yeah. Maybe watch Proud Family. I don't know if that's your stilo, but I mean, ain't like you got nothing else to do. <laughs> I watch, I'm, I'm a cartoon fan. I watch cartoons. So, like, I saw um, Tiny Toot Adventures and I got very excited. Like, I had to send a video to, to my, my brother, Whoa. my sister. Like, guys, I just where, found Tiny Toot Where was that? Where was that? It was on fucking Hulu. And I saw it and I, I didn't even realize that I still knew the fucking theme song. And I, I took a video and I sang the fucking theme song and sent it to my brother and my sister. And they were like, whoa, what the fuck? That just hit my soul. I loved Tiny Toon Adventures. This is, this, is why, this is why we're best friends. 
And I also think I'm going to start watching um, Sex in the City from the beginning again. Oh, <gasps> good idea. Oh, okay, you, I've never watched it. So you better fucking watch, watch it. But, okay, but here's the thing. Am I going to be annoyed because it's white women? No, because, I uh, no, so. like, you know. They're not Karens. Yeah, they're not Karens. Okay, all right. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. That makes it Yeah, different. it never gets, like, dicey with race. Like, they're so absorbed in their the, own there's issues. There's no white people involved? I mean, no other people involved? No. Yeah, it's not. And it's, like, it really just doesn't, it doesn't lend an ear to that. It's more like these four women and their respective issues and their the strength of their friendship as they navigate life. Yeah. Find a part. For me, when I watch it, I don't feel like I'm watching like four exclusive white women. I just feel like I'm watching a show. So that's okay. what I worry about it. Okay. I appreciate that. Well, yeah. I told myself that I'm going to start watching Star Wars. Star. Is it Wars? It's, what's the other Star show? Star Trek. We haven't gotten that bad in the quarantine yet. Yeah. Okay. Damn. So Star Yeah, because I'm like, it's a it's a bunch of these movies and people who care about Star Wars really care about it. So maybe I should start watching it. But somebody gotta tell me which order I'm supposed to watch because eight (laughs) hundred of these movies. Maybe I don't care enough. Maybe it's not time. Oh, one thing I am gonna start doing as well is start watching the Marvel movies in order. I have the list, so I'm excited. We okay. have done that. I do enjoy those. That I'll do that first. I'll do that first. Okay. Thanks, Christy. I do have Disney. Thank you, Verizon. <laughs> um, I'm watching two shows on Netflix right now. I'm watching Working Moms, mm-hmm. and um, it's a dark comedy. It seems like oh, we love it. Of, oh yeah, yeah. I love um, that. I love that show. So I'm finishing season four right now. Um, yeah, we and then, watch season four in the afternoon. Man, it, yeah, it got crazy. I love it. it. Mm-hmm. And this is Working Moms? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then okay. I'm watching, I don't know if you like cooking shows, but I'm watching um, Cook with Cannabis with Khalees. Oh, I binged that. Pretty good. I, I feel like I would watch that because, I, I mean, I haven't watched it yet, but mm-hmm. I love Khalees. And um, I do watch cooking shows from time to time. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Um, I have a uh, suggestion if, well, I don't know if it's on the network that you have, but if you're up to it, I think you should watch The Good Wife from the beginning. Okay. I've never watched, I've never watched The Good Wife. Is that what it's, is is that a a CBS streaming site? It is. Yeah, it is. Okay. No. Is it called CBS? What the fuck is it called? It's it's called CBS Access. <laughs> but is it may be else, on a, something else I gotta pay for. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It but might be that would be that's, it's I think it's five seasons, but they're long. So, so it'll good. take a lot of time. God, that show is so good. Oh, okay. Noted, noted. Yeah. Oh, I started watching Dead to Me. Oh, yeah. Oh, so that one. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> We love Dead to Me. We love it. So I'm at the point, I know I'm probably like making this shit longer, but I'm at the point where um, the, after the birthday party of the husband and now the, 
the couple who killed the husband are like back rekindling. Oh, mm-hmm. season one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Keep good. watching. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So good. So good. I love season that. two. Knocked it out in a fucking day. Like it was nothing. It was it that was good. So, it was wow. so easy. That shit was so good. I was looking for the new adventures of old Christine. You know how I love that show. Love you, that show. They're telling me I have to pay for it. Oh. To watch it again. Damn, that's I, a good ass show. What is it called? It's called The New Adventures of Old Christine. What network? What is this? Mm. I don't know what I'll be watching on Nick at night. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what network it started on, but now it's, it's all repeats. I think it was like five seasons of it, and I didn't care about it while it was fresh, like while it was on live. But the repeats, I fucking love, and I will watch every time. But so I was trying to like binge it. It's not available for me to just binge. Oh, it's I'm a CB. It's a CBS show. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, great. So I'm going to have to <sighs> because Amazon is like, sure, 99 cents an episode. I'm like, mm. kiss my whole black ass bitch. Bitch, I didn't really you. good though. So okay, if you have you... the amount of episodes for your birthday present. What? If you want it. What what? I said I'll cash up you. For the amount of episodes you want to watch as your birthday present, bitch, don't play with me because you will get <laughs> you will get a cash out request for all <laughs> five seasons of episodes. I love that show. You put me onto the show. Mm. I thought you put me onto it. It's great. Okay, well, same same, bitch. I right? Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that show is really good, though. It's fucking. It stars Elaine from Seinfeld. It's so fucking hilarious. She's okay, so okay. good. Okay, that's another one on my list. Y'all are great. It's so funny. It's so good. I really enjoy that show. Yeah. Okay. And, um, <coughs> excuse me. I'm watching Riverdale. Mm. Not- Have you heard of Riverdale, Chrissy? I've heard of Riverdale. Isn't it like Pretty Little Liars or something? I haven't seen that, but. But like death I, and young people. My 13 year old niece told me about Riverdale. Is it like, like is it like Jawbreaker? What is Jawbreaker? I remember that movie. They, but were, I didn't killing, watch they it. were killing the girls in high school and putting jawbreakers in their throats. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh similar to that. Okay. It's the Archie, it's, it's like a dark version of the Archie comics. So it's like Archie, Betty, Veronica, Jughead, all of them. But did you used to read the comics when y'all were young? Those comics? Oh hell yeah, bitch. Look at look at Chrissy young ass. Don't know what the fuck we talking oh, about. God, go, to bed, go to bed. <laughs> go to damn bed. If, if I know how to whistle, this will be the right time. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Go to bed, Chrissy. <laughs> oh God, yes, but it's it's like the Archie comics, and but it's set in a really, it's really dark. Their city is Riverdale. That's where they've always lived. But people get killed and they're solving mysteries. And I just watch this shit. I, I can't unwatch it now because I'm already invested. I'm four seasons in. But these kids, like, they run businesses like bars and gyms and all this shit. And, it's and like, they're I, supposed 
in high school? High school is kind of like in the background. <laughs> I'm just like, what is it? These kids are fucking showering together, sharing beds, cursing their parents out. Like, this is not. <laughs> oh, I will say this series on um on Hulu. It's called Normal People. Uh-huh. It's a really cute, like, romantic series. Hmm. I re- I re- I have realized that I really do enjoy love stories and like love movies and shit. I don't know, whatever the fuck you call it. Romantic <laughs> <laughs> rom com. This was at a love movies. <laughs> <laughs> what is that happening at the bottom of this bottle? <laughs> Who knows? No one knows. But I have water to chase it. oh my god we'll see how it goes um but no it's really it's a really cute no cute is not the right word it's it's very romantic but they have troubles Uh but i enjoyed this series apparently it's a book i didn't read the book chrissy you read books yeah you might want to read the book (laughs) Normal because people? everything that I've seen about it is that it's um it was a book first and the book is really good and the series follows the book fairly well. It's called Normal People? Yes. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Did y'all watch the ending of Modern Family? No. I stopped watching Modern Family like 11 years ago. Well, I cried. No, no, no. Please, please do her accent, please. All right, please. Please do it. No, I am not doing Gloria on this motherfucking no, podcast. Please, please, oh, please, please, please. Okay, all right. No, no, Jay. From now on, I only speak proper American, so I don't embarrass you. <laughs> You're welcome. I have been myself. <laughs> but the, the finale, look, I'm just going to try to move forward. <laughs> like it didn't happen. Shit, I love when you do that motherfucking accent. That shit is so... Funny to me. I say that shit to all the time. Here, no, no, Jay. <laughs> but, but um, they they tied a ribbon around that very well, and I I don't think it was the episode that made me cry, but it was like this special that came on right after it, and it just showed like the casting process. It showed the actual guy who the show was about, like who wrote it. It was the guy from the um from the blackish the blackest fuck premiere, like I mean I'm sorry blackest fuck episode one the white guy that he ran into when he had that crazy ass sports car, yes, oh it's him and it's about his and Modern Family is about his life and experiences, and oh, that's so, so cute okay right and so um he just showed how like he had to really push the dad because the network was like we don't like this guy. Or whatever, and so um, the dad. Um, uh, uh, nope, not Al Bundy. No, no, Al. Oh, Al Bundy was. They already was like, look, let's see if he'll do it. And he was like, no, I don't do sitcoms anymore. I did Married with Children, but he said he read the script and was like, oh no, I'm going to do this. This is he was so perfect in that role. Yeah, 
Yeah, and they had Gloria. Like, the show was written around Gloria. Like, whatever we do, we got to get this bitch. They did that. So, <laughs> but, yeah, so it just showed. It was so cute seeing how the kids grew up on the show and um, the different milestones and the people whose, like, lives it touched and stuff. I was losing it. So it's nice that it ended. It was definitely time. But I like how they kind of closed everybody out. Because they weren't out of shit to do with them kids. All the kids grew up. Even the baby. Like, he wasn't even, like, a baby anymore. And Manny, you know, he's in college having lady problems. Like, it was just, like, it was too much. Yeah, I stopped watching when the baby was, like, four. Joe? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Blue pants, baby. (laughs) Y'all gotta see our chat, man. When she be describing... And I'm like, you're never invested enough in these people to learn a character's name. I don't know. I don't know what your name is, but I know what you look like. I can describe you. (laughs) I know what you said a lot. (laughs) Oh, also, Christy, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek is hilarious. Oh, yes. I'm on season two, I think. Oh my god. It it gets better Just keep watching. Just keep watching. So funny. Oh, it's so funny. My God. Is that all I'm watching? I think that's it because like I was counting down to May 14th for Riverdale season four. So now I'm just trying to get through that. But um I don't think oh, of course. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan. Michael (laughs) Jordan. Listen, it's the way I confuse him with Magic Johnson and Michael Jackson is really bad. It's real bad. But I just want to say I'm so proud of him. I love him so much. He worked very hard. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so proud of you. That's what I think about when I watch him. Because like the whole time I was like, babe, I'm just so proud of Michael Jordan. He's looking at me like, are you, are you proud of Michael Jordan? <laughs> is that, is that something? I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand that. So proud of you. That docu-series was really good, and it just validated a lot of my thoughts as a leader. Like, yes, when you are pushing people in a direction they don't want to be pushed, you have to, like be an asshole or not nice I would say yeah and you know what it's it's like it's a difference between you can either be a good leader or a people pleaser but you cannot be both yes and my leak said that shit too are you are you listening to yourself to me yes <laughs> well you know honestly watching the Michael Jordan thing it was it was a lot of self-work for me okay it definitely definitely was I, because yeah. I, I you you really care about being um you care about being liked you don't want to be disliked Mm -hmm. so yeah i do appreciate that this documentary series has uh shifted your mindset in that way yeah it really it really did like i was reading some contract language today for um an influencer about to sign on and i didn't understand a lot of it and it took me a few minutes 
but I did um, turn around and say like, hey, can you explain points A, B, and C? I don't, I don't get it. Um, and because it was about like discounts and stuff, like it was the shit that was really going to matter. But what I struggled with was, you know, am I being nitpicky? Am I being an asshole? And I'm like, no, bitch. At the end of the day, just like everything else, this is all coming out of your pocket. And Make also, sure you, you can be nitpicky about your shit because yeah. it's your shit. You can so be can. nitpicky. So and I had to watch them. myself. I had to watch myself as I asked, because even when I got the first explanation, the first level of explanation, I still didn't get it. And I was like, okay, well, I still don't understand. Could you illustrate each situation to me and just use names and scenarios so that I really understand? And I had to keep checking myself for following up with like apologetic language for not understanding. Mm -hmm. And I had to really think about Michael Jordan. Like, Michael Jordan didn't say, well, you know, guys, please bear with me. I just still don't understand. You know what I mean? So it was, it was helpful in that way because at the end of the day, I have a certain goal. My goal is to be a millionaire within the next year. And I can't be a millionaire if I'm scared to ask questions about a fucking contract. Bitch. You know what I'm saying? I can't be a millionaire scared to ask questions about contracts. Come on. I love it. And for me... I've always had like a demeanor, like I'm gonna do what I wanna do, but I always also had a I wanna be liked. Now that I wanna do what I wanna do, I have a team. It's not about being liked anymore. It's about yeah. I wanna do this, I have a vision, and y'all gotta do it if you're gonna be on the team. If you don't wanna do it, you don't gotta be on the team. And I don't care if you don't like me for that kind of energy because I have a goal. So yeah. it, it resonated, it validated a lot of things. And it's about moving people in a direction that they don't want to go to. Like that's human nature, but somebody has to do it. And the person who does it successfully is not going to always be liked. Sure. They're going to be admired, but they're not going to be liked. And I am finally okay with that. It's so it's so wild to watch the show now, right? Um, like almost thirty years after it happened, uh-huh. after all of that was happening, right? And those people right now are like, "Oh yeah, he was hard as fuck on us. Like he really did not play any games with us. He let us know what the fuck it was. We did not really care for the for his um, procedures, how he went about it, but." The shit worked because when he when he retired, like after his father passed. So yeah, they did well, but they didn't win any championships. Nope. They did well, but what difference? What 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 does it what does it mean for you to do well if you didn't win the championship? Exactly. Were you even there? Does it does it matter? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah okay so you were coddled and you know made to feel good and that's great and all but you weren't as great when you had this motherfucker who was on your neck listen bitch every steve step kerr of- steve kerr when he talked about how he was finally validated by michael when he made that shot i was like wow yeah because he he didn't see it for none of them he saw it as a bunch of people half-assing it and riding his coattails and what's funny is that he, he, not funny, but he pushed them not for them. He pushed them because I need y'all 
to be to step your levels up so that I can get what I need. Yeah. So I don't really care about your own self-improvement, you know, whatever, that's great, fine, whatever, but do what you need to do so I can get what I need. And ultimately at the end, all of them are able to brag about how great of a player they are individually because of him. Because of yeah. him. Because of him. Sure. And even though it put him in the light of an, it, it gave him, this series put him in the light of it as an asshole, but it also showed how great a leader he was. Yeah. And, and <laughs> go ahead. For years, he didn't want to do it because he didn't want his perception and likability to go down because he knew he already knew but i'm glad he did it because we deserve people who like want to lead and need to figure it out needed to see that and i'm happy that he put that out in the in the air yeah needed it i I feel like it also showed us who he was as a person so yes he has some asshole behavior but also he's a human being and so he had his moments so like when they showed when he first won when he won the first championship that everyone was like oh wait like he when he started crying they were like wait he has emotions (laughs) 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 yes yes i yeah he was like no we gotta get shit done i don't have time for feelings and emotions while we just while we still playing while we in the playoffs no feelings and emotions don't show up until we actually got something what is the end result like i was was telling um richie and i was talking the other day i don't know a nice millionaire but what does nice even mean like the i don't even know but I'm gonna write that down. I like that. I don't know any nice millionaires. And honestly, no, everyone, <clears throat> I hate even rep, um, referencing the orange face dude, but he's a fucking asshole. And look, like, I don't nice, know. Nice doesn't I, mean anything. Nice is very peripheral. Yeah. Right? It's very surface level. Um, and that's what people might say upon their first or second interaction with you, right? Yeah. Oh, this person seems nice. But what does nice what does nice mean? What are you getting for being nice? Nice is um a performance. Nice is a um is a is a is a like a a wall breaker of a I'll do something for this person because I know they're not a mean person because they're nice. I feel like it's a it's a opening to a oh well sure I'll I'll definitely do that because she's nice, but it doesn't give you anything other than that. Like, I don't trust nice people. I don't trust nice people either. They creep me out because what do you want? listen Danita is the one who told me like um a lot of okay so people will say to me oh woman's so nice or you know I think she's nice right and Danita's like oh these people don't really know you (laughs) yes I think nice is from the like like, the surface level thing 
very surface level, right? Because I don't, I don't know that I'm nice. I think I can be polite. Um, and I think I'm a, I'm a good person, but nice is not what I, oh, you agree? Okay. Thank you. I've always told you that you're not a nice person. You're a good person. Yes. Um, you all should read the book Hood Feminism. Okay. It's about how, like, the feminist movement left out the, the people on the groundwork who needed it the most, like education, food, access, Black people, Black hey, can you Can you send this in a text, please? Yes. So okay. the lady who wrote the book, I'm so bad with author names, sorry. But she talks about how she was able to shake up the her feminist ways into the movement because she isn't a nice person and she doesn't want people to know think that she's a nice person because she's kind she's a good person she's a kind person but no she's not nice because people who are nice don't get listened to and they have they have weird motives if if all i know about you is if all i can say about you is that you're nice i don't trust it i don't believe it there's something else behind it i know a lot of people who go by who who they're um who they present is a nice person and that's not who they really are they they put an effort into being nice because they're trying to hide who they really are and they want something absolutely 100 percent nice so, i don't care and when a co-worker tells me oh woman because I, I get it from coworkers. Oh, woman, well, that wasn't nice. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. What does nice get you? Who gets anywhere from from being nice? No one. I don't care about being nice. I'd rather be authentic, and that's kind of where I'm. Uh, I don't care about nice. Yeah, yeah that's where you are. I only care about being a good person. Yep. I don't care if I'm nice. Am I helping others? Yes. Yes. But the other stuff, a lot of those people do kind of assume I'm nice because what I really am is like indifferent. So I can roll with whatever you're saying just because I want the conversation to end. And also you talk real soft. And that, yeah. And Wumi told me before she said I smile too much on the internet. You really do. These motherfuckers don't know who the fuck you are. They do now because they listen to this and they tell me. Good. <laughs> Bitch, I hope, I hope you motherfuckers are listening. No! Stop, don't, no, I don't. Okay, listen. Listen, because the other day you put some shit up and I had to, I, had, I felt compelled, bitch, to respond in the way that was authentic to me, bitch. Did y'all see what this bitch said? <laughs> mm She came for all of the plagiarism. No, she came for them. people, there are, Chrissy, <laughs> Chrissy, Chrissy, we know people who are coming for her who who copy her we know people okay mm. and they don't they don't even try to hide it mm. so she'll come up with a new product like hey this is this is what i'm doing today and three days later these motherfuckers holler about hey this is what i'm doing today are you was this your own idea or are you 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 steady try to track somebody, right? Mm. Take your time and do what is real to you. And so you... So she had a post about it, and I just... Um, I just. It was my Michael Jordan post. Oh, okay, okay. 
Yeah, and I was like, yeah, these these people are running out of breath trying to keep up with her. <laughs> no bullshit. That's how you said it, woman. Well, y'all can read it for yourself. <laughs> it's I'm still, a, it's I'm still a, like I'm that was the post. message. The message was they're running out of breath trying to keep up with you. Period. Poop. Period. period. <laughs> and that's on period what my 14-year-old niece was saying. Well, that's period on period. Poop. It, it, never, it never gave plagiarism. Mm. <laughs> it never gave it. <laughs> that's what Let the young folks Let me do my shoulder. Hold on. <laughs> The Michael, the Michael um, Jordan doc was bomb, and I'm glad it I watched it. It was an am- amazing series. You, Nikki. I'm glad everyone was able to watch it. It was an amazing... Chrissy, I didn't know how... I mean, I knew that you were... Uh, I've always known you to be a sneakerhead since I met you, right? Mm-hmm. And you have all of the fucking sneakers. <laughs> and any true sneakerhead is a Jordan sneaker lover, right? Yeah. But when you posted the other day and you said, well, you didn't post, I think you put it in a group. Excuse me. And you said, um, Jordan first. <laughs> I'll watch Insecure later. Jordan first. Period. And that's so, it. For me, Jordan has always been at the, at the forefront of everything as far as like for me and sneakers. And I was young when he was playing, so I don't really know that Jordan, but I do know how much his shoes has influenced streetwear and culture and stuff like that. So it was never going to be insecure first over the dock. No, I'm not watching the dock on on demand. I'm watching it live. (laughs) That's what I did too. I watched that shit the next morning. I watched Insecure the next morning. Yeah. I have to watch, I have to watch both episodes. I need to make sure I have enough sleep so that I can stay up from nine to 11. I still have Jordans from fifth grade. Wow, bitch. I'm, I'm new to Jordans, but I will say that I am very proud to wear his tennis shoes now because I was just wearing them because I have back, I have back problems. So I had to really adjust <laughs> what I wore. So I was like, okay, I have to be I have to be more intentional and stylish with flat shoes because I can't wear heels no more. That's, that's over. And so I started wearing Jordan tennis shoes then, but now I just really, I, I'm just proud of him and I'm proud to wear his shoes. You should just say Jordans. You don't have to say Jordan tennis shoes. <laughs> talk to you about this. Me and Mr. L have talked to you about this. That's right. I'm just the to have it. You don't have to add a tennis shoe behind it. When you say tennis shoe behind it, it lets people know that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> You've talked about it. And not in the whispering voice. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been a gentler text? <laughs> no, I've had this conversation 800 times. And you still do it. <laughs> I got some Jordan tennis shoes today. Please shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right, Ruby. That shit, that shit and Wes as an angel have taken me out tonight. <laughs> they have taken me out. Christopher Castillo. <laughs> Chrissy, that's the greatest. That's the greatest. 
is supposed to shit. He's, I'm coming in as a second character. <laughs> he was raised in Mexico. <laughs> right? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he, got, he got the whole um, Hispanic. Never mind. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't know. I think the, I think the last time I've seen the whole Latino accent, the whole Mexican accent. Were they Mexican? Yeah. Well, she Laurel was Mexican, so I just assumed that she went back to Mexico to raise him, but she could have gone okay. anywhere. I don't he, know. Whatever. He had the whole accent, bitch, when he came back to the place. This is Ain't this about a bitch? This is the first time I've seen a show cast the same person twice. Oh my god! Because y'all, I was so scared for that baby. The way she was putting the baby in the car seat when the shooting happened, and she was like, "I'm about to take you to safety. This is the last time we're around the bad guys." I was like, "Oh my god, is this baby gonna die? Please don't let this baby die." But no, he grew up and became a professor. <laughs> a professor that takes his mom to funerals. <laughs> so that's nice. <laughs> funny as shit. Oh my god, Christy, you have to post that. You have to post you saying Christopher Castillo. <laughs> that was the greatest bitch. Oh, that might be that might be in my next cocktail video. Into it. Here for Co it. Cause you know I did a I did a uh, an ode to um, uh, Carol Baskin, so I might do <laughs> Christopher Castillo. That might be coming. Y'all please follow me at Charismatic Creations. So go oh, ahead, and, so I can make a new uh, so I can make a new cocktail. Okay, we'll do. So. Um, you can follow Chrissy at <laughs> Charismatic Creations on Instagram, charismaticcreations.com. Oh, you can say your shit. Say your shit, girl. Girl, the cups are in the kitchen. So <laughs> <laughs> um, you all can follow me at Charismatic Creations on Instagram and check out my website. Shop online at charismaticcreationsevents.com. Hey. Yes. Cause this bitch pivoted like shit. Just get your cocktail mixology kit. Like, come on, get yes. your shot glasses, get your drink glasses. Get you can get all of it from. You can get your beverages. You can get your glassware in the same place at the same time, bitch. Mm -hmm. Get it all together, and you will be a happy motherfucker. Okay. Yes. Yeah. If you have to drink in the house, drink in the house in style. Impress your family on Zoom. Come on. <laughs> With a black woman wet. Come on. Talk about a pivot, baby. Because <laughs> this all these boxes. She is shipping like shit. Do your thing. Do it. Sell them <laughs> out. We sold out and was like, oh, well, hold on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Don't, yeah. don't play with me. That's what she said. Don't play with me. <laughs> That's what she said. Well, Chrissy, thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. It's always fun. Y'all are the best. Lit Wilmy. Hey, Lit Wilmy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, thank you all for joining us tonight. 
thank you, Sarita, for your time. I know we have got, we, bitch, it's almost 10 o'clock. Okay, we don't have to talk about it, but we just thank you. We appreciate you. <laughs> we don't have to talk about the details. Just know that we really appreciate you. <laughs> yes, thank you, Sarita. We really appreciate you and your time and your beautiful quarantine curls. Come on! Yeah. And I was looking at that shit for the first 20 minutes. Whatever you make next. With them new knives. Guys, I've been watching Serena videos. Listen, when she chopped that, that onions with that new knife, bitch. I said, oh, so I'm going to hear every, I heard, I heard every layer of that fucking onion as, oh she, as she cut through that bitch. <laughs> I be looking at Serena's IG stories. Like, I wake up in the morning and catch up on her shit every day, right? And I just look okay, and say, this okay. is the type, this is the wife Al deserves. This is, I, listen, she's I'm like, cooking, she's making beautiful meals. My wife, it's probably not going to happen. I'm like, I'll be coming in here trying to treat everybody to Uber Eats. I'm tired. Y'all ain't eat yet? That's what we eat. There's so many steps to every fucking thing, bitch. It looks delicious, but also, who is doing all of this? I'm not doing it. Everybody's yeah. great at something. Y'all have whole businesses. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, but I just, I feel like you're just as busy as me. <laughs> I'm really not. I'm really Definitely not. Definitely you are. Definitely. You have 8 million things going on. I don't actually. <laughs> In all transparency, I don't. <laughs> all right, man. All right. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, good night, you guys. I'm going to go and, uh, I had to spend some time with my family before everybody goes to bed. I was like, okay, I'm coming home tonight and I have to podcast from seven to eight. <laughs> That's what right. you get. It was an old black ass laugh. One hour, <laughs> never have we ever. Never. I mean, we're just talking about insecure, so it'll probably just be an hour. The last. All right. I know. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. <laughs>Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.